0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it's time. It's time to eat snakes or whatever the fuck it is. It's episode 253 and we are finally talking Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Probably the most requested episode in the history of the illustrious or infamous history of remember the game definitely the most requested since we covered final fantasy tactics on episode 200 last summer uh now listen i'm gonna get a couple of things right out in the open right now i'm lifting the kilt i'm putting my cards on the table setting the tone all right if you yes you you listening to this show right now love metal gear solid 3 and don't like it When people have different opinions than you and you feel the need to yell at them and insult them and leave them bad reviews and call them an idiot and come by the stream and insult them and go off on them for being a piece of shit and blah, 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 blah. You need to A, stop listening to this episode and B, grow the fuck up because the Sonic Adventure 2 episode taught me that the internet is a mean and nasty place and it doesn't like it when I don't like games that the listeners like. And here's the thing. I don't think I'm unfair to Metal Gear Solid Three this week. I don't think I'm unfair to it at all, but I don't like it. I really don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Frankly, I fucking hate it. I hate this game. I don't like stealth games. I just I I don't like stealth. I don't like the way this game controls. I think the story is meh. I think the cutscenes are fucking obnoxious. And I I just I never want to play this game or this franchise ever again. Okay, at this point, we have covered three Metal Gear Solid games on Remember the Game, all right? I like Metal Gear Solid 1 enough for what it was. I grew up with it. It was revolutionary at the time. It's okay. I hate the ground Metal Gear Solid 2 was developed on, and you can hear why if you go back and listen to that episode of the podcast. I think Metal Gear Solid 3 is easily, objectively, the best game in the trilogy, alright? I said something in this episode along the lines of I don't have to like something to respect it, and that's how I feel about Metal Gear Solid 3. I, I don't think it's a, it's not Echo the Dolphin, it's not Mario's Missing, it's not that virtual part, Shaq Fu, it's not like, like some of the worst games we've ever reviewed. I don't think it's a bad game, I just don't think it's a game I like, at all. Fucking at all. And I've concluded that these games just aren't for me, all right? And with the possible exception of NES Metal Gear, I can promise you, Metal Gear will never again appear on Remember the Game. Because I don't want to deal with the backlash and I don't want to shit on something everybody loves. I'm not planning to play the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I don't plan to ever touch Metal Gear Solid 4. I don't give a fuck about Metal Gear Solid 5. Don't write in and be like, play one of the other versions of Metal Gear Solid 3. It's so much better. No. Fucking, I am done. I'm done, all right? I'm just putting it out there now, but I think I was fair this week. I explained why I didn't like it without going completely scorched earth. I think Angry Adam pops up a couple of times, that fucking ladder, but I think I mostly keep him under control, all right? And to balance this episode out, I brought two people onto the show that love Metal Gear Solid 3. My guest this week is my buddy Bradley McHugh, and this is also one of our Stupid Sexy Sponsored episodes and longtime listener slash friend of the show, Darth Skywalter. Swung by to explain his love of Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. So, hopefully, this won't be the end of Remember the Game and I won't just piss everyone off, but we shall see. And we'll get there in just a minute because, speaking of pissing everyone off, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro.
1: Da, 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 da. <laughs>
0: All right, and listen, if you're new to the podcast, and I'm sure we're going to get some new listeners this week because it's Metal Gear Solid 3, listen, it, uh, our intros are long. They're about a half an hour long, okay, but they're fun. I don't just. Sit here and suck my own dick. We talk video games and stuff. And frankly, I think it's substantially less boring than a Metal Gear Solid cutscene, and shorter too. But either way, uh, if you do want to skip it, go about 30 minutes up the road. You hear the Metal Gear music. We'll get into Metal Gear Solid 3, okay? Uh, but I recommend giving it a shot. It's fun. We we talk video games and things. I do have to get my plugs out of the way. This, I guess. So I said I won't suck my. I'm going to suck my own dick, but just I'm not going to finish. Just a little bit right now. I got to do my plugs. It's how we keep the bills on around here, all right? We have merchandise: hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff, rocking incredible art drawn by my man Joe from 454. You can find our merch at rememberthegamepodcast.com. If you're interested, it is a above average way to support the show. And of course, you don't like clothes, I get it. It's hot outside. You can always just support us on Patreon. It is, and I say this without an ounce of sarcasm, maybe the greatest bargain in the history of humanity. Uh, our subscriptions start at $2 a month, and you can get yourself up to four additional podcasts a week. Every second Monday, we have Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons show, hosted by both myself and Mark McHugh. Every Tuesday I do the rambling idiot where I talk about my comedy career, TV, movies, sports, whatever else I feel like talking about. Every Friday, it's Game Patch, which is my modern gaming news show where I talk about the biggest stories in gaming, new releases, give you sales picks, etc. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday, and that is a different show every week. We do uh, It's all gaming. We do rankings. We look back at characters, consoles, genres. There's some comedy episodes. There's a fucking ton of modern game reviews. And actually, this past week, it was Expansion Pass 165, and I reviewed WWE 2K23. I'm a huge wrestling fan. I play a lot of wrestling games, and I think, honestly... 2K23 is probably one of my all-time favorites and one of the best they've ever put out. And as is becoming tradition, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, my WWE 2K23 review. How comp, you know, how how difficult is it to play WWE 2K22 or WWE 2K23? I would put it in um like if, if say uh the, the quartet of Nintendo 64 games are at the easy end of the spectrum the, and say like WWF Attitude or Warzone where you had to put in the fucking nine digit, you know, up, down, left, right, B, A, B, A, left trigger to fucking do a body slam is at the, the difficult end of the spectrum. I would put the WWE 2 k 22 slash 2K23 control scheme somewhere in the middle. Uh, I like it. I don't think it's too complicated. I think it's something anybody could learn the basics of it sometime, but it's one of those games where like, if someone's been playing it a lot and someone's just learning how to play, there is no middle ground. The person learning how to play is going to get fucking annihilated. Um, I have a couple minor gri- minor gripes. But for the most part, I I like the control scheme. So it's pretty similar to 2K22s. I haven't played 2K22 in about a year. So maybe it's not. Maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly. But I, I think it's pretty close. So that's now available on our archives and this week it's expansion pass 166 and I want to talk launch games it's been a topic that's been kicked around for quite a while now uh, we're gonna look at ba- we're gonna look back at the best console launch titles of all time I might rank them what I think to be the 10 best launch titles in the history of gaming and uh, it should be a nice little stroll down gaming memory lane so again subscriptions start at two dollar dues a month you get new podcasts every week ad free you can add them to your phone listen to them wherever you want plus instant access to Two hundreds of ad-free archive bonus podcasts, plus access to our Remember the Game Discord, which is well over a 1,000 members at this point, the chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month, the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our shows, you can DM with me, you get discounts on merch, all kinds of stuff, and you get a shout-out. And get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest patrons: Chubbs Peterson, love that handle, Chardy McDenny, I hope I said that right, or MacDennis. I think it's McDenny, Chardy McDenny, Chronic the Gonjahog versus Ropotnik. I just caught that now reading it. Sarah Flynn. That's fake. Chaco <laughs> Agent 4108. C- Christigen Chetkovic. Sorry, Christian. Christogen. Sorry, I probably butchered that. Ender Adam Z. Nicholas Lana Lana Lampy ran hakubi are you guys just fucking with me this is hard this week ran hakubi jackson campbell dan lieb max zimmerman bradley freeland num mp3 robert tollefson jonah coakley matthew burke and professor monkey for a head dude i the first half of that was hideous so if i butchered your name it's a badge of honor it means i like you wear it wear it own it thank you all so much for the support and welcome. To remember the game industries, Patreon.com slash remember the game. And to finish off my sales pitch, 5% of our Patreon income gets donated to charity every year as part of my 24 hour charity stream. And we offer annual subscriptions at all tiers that'll save you your 12th month's fees. And finally, you can find me on Twitch. I've been pretty active over there lately, playing Mario 3. Twitch.tv slash game. I have no schedule. I just get on there whenever I feel like it. You should come by and say hi. It's good times, all right? That's enough blowing myself. Let's get on with it and blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment of the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming-related, but not always, and we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge.
2: He blows all right. He blows big time.
0: That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's blow. And just quickly, uh, every week there's been what do you think of Tears of the Kingdom comments. What do you, and I, I just, I've seen them. I just, I don't want to talk about it every, I, I get a lot of them. Uh, I'm just saving all my thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom at this point for my review. Which will probably be expansion pass, I don't know what number it would be, July 6th. Whatever, uh, oh, I think 168. I don't know what number it will be, but whatever expansion pass goes live on July 6th will be my spoiler free Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom review. In case anyone's wondering, I've put almost 70 hours into it. I love it. It's awesome. But I will get into more detail on it on July 6th, okay? Uh, Joshua Aguirre, Aguirre, Joshua wrote in and said, In all of my 26 years of living, this has to be the best year for gaming, in my opinion. I'm having to make a schedule just to be able to play all of this year's games. Dude, no fucking doubt, Joshua. This year, dude. So the last couple of years, I don't think gaming has sucked. The last couple of years. But we had these big fancy consoles, our Series Xs, our PS5s. To a lesser extent, the Series S." great console, I don't know if I'd say it's big and fancy, but it's nice, and uh, and we haven't, like, we've had some great games, but it hasn't been what we were hoping for, I don't, at least not for myself, and I was willing to give developers the benefit of the doubt to an extent, because, you know, they're dealing with the pandemic and, you know, everything like that, but I feel like now we're starting to see uh, the payout from the backlog of games that were coming out during the pandemic, or being worked on during the pandemic and stuff, this year is a fucking banger, dude, I and I already did this once, and I got yelled at because I forgot games. So if I forget your favorite game, don't fucking yell at me, all right? I'm doing this off the top of my head, but look at we're at June twentieth as I'm recording this. So we're just over halfway through this year, right? January, February, March, April, May, June. No, we're just coming up. What's I don't know what the halfway. Anyway, we're about halfway point through the year, and uh, look at the like look at what potentially the game of the year ballot's gonna be. You got Hogwarts Legacy. You've got Breath of the or Tears of the Kingdom. Pardon me. You've got Street Fighter six. You got Diablo four. You've got... I'm sure I'm forgetting something that everyone is going to fucking yell at me for. I know some... Oh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I know some people have brought up Hi-Fi Rush. I love that game. That game is not... That game has no chance at Game of the Year. I love it, but it has no fucking chance at winning Game of the Year. But like... Even just what I just said there is a fucking stacked year, and, and then you still got uh, Spider-Man Two. We still have Starfield, Final Fantasy 16 is a week away. Who knows what's going to get announced at the Nintendo Direct that's coming up? By the time you're hearing this, it's probably already happened. It's coming up Wednesday morning. Uh, this year has been a all. This is, is going to be an all-time year for games. It's fucking insane. So I agree with you, Joshua. We gamers, we eating good right now. We are eating fucking good. It's incredible, incredible time to be a gamer. Uh, Chris wrote in and said, what's the biggest shit fit you've ever thrown over a game? I was once playing GoldenEye with a friend who used to beat me all the time. And the one time I was going to beat him, he turned the console off. That was 1998. I still remind him to this day. Sweet lifelong karma. I will lie to you. I was a console turner offer as a kid. If I thought you were going to beat me, I wasn't, I'm fucking around. I'm turning it off. I don't give a shit. Uh, oh man, what's the biggest rage? I'm, I, I've slowly gotten better. Uh, but I was a notorious game rager as a kid. I would, probably say i was playing lost levels on my wii uh years and years ago with the wii Mote like sideways and if you've never played super mario brothers lost levels that game is the spawn of satan i love it but that game will fucking hurt your your soul and i kept dying on this one level and i whipped my wii remote at what i thought was the couch cushion but it, it i missed and it actually put a big hole in the wall and then I just hung a poster over that wall until I moved out. And my parents uh, found the big hole in the wall. Uh, I've, I've put holes in my coffee table. I've broken controllers. I've hit my brother numerous times. Fuck him. The little shit, he deserved it. Uh, I, I've slowly gotten better over the years. I've broken numerous. Dude, I do remember one time, the first paycheck I ever got in my life. I was bagging groceries at an IGA when I was 14. I was making $5 an hour. And I got a check for like 90 bucks and I deposited it. And then I went and bought a green Nintendo 64 controller and that was all mine. And then I was playing, I don't remember if it was No Mercy, but I was playing a, no, it wouldn't have been No Mercy, but I was playing a wrestling game with it and I was losing and I got mad and broke it like a day after I got it. That's up there too, but probably the hole in the wall that I hit with a picture. If you have kids that are game ragers, get it out of them now. I'm telling you, don't let them become adults. Don't let them. Game controllers are getting expensive. Don't do that. Uh, Professor Monkey for a head. Wrote in and said, hi, Adam, what's your go-to rental back then when all the good games were taking? I remember showing up too late and having to choose between Final Fight 2 or Virtual Bart. Ew. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Professor Monkey for a head. Uh You know what? I actually did have, I had three go-to rental games when all the shit I wanted was gone. Number one was NHL 96 or 97, whichever one was available because I love. I loved those old games. I never owned one. I had like shitty NHL Stanley Cup, but I always wanted to play those. It was one of those. We would rent Side Pocket, which is on NES, Super NES Online. If you've never played, it's a pool game like billiards. It's fucking good. I used to love Side Pocket. That was a great game. Uh, Or I used to rent, uh, fuck, what was it called? Super Bowling for the Super Nintendo. And I know you can all mock me, but it was a fun game too. Those were three. Those were like my go-to games. If I couldn't get what I wanted, it was one of those three. Or occasionally WWF Raw. But it was usually gone. We had a pretty shitty video store in Cold Lake where I grew up. Leo's Video Max. Shout out to anyone that ever went there. Edgar Arrendado. Arrendando. Edgar Arrendando. I hope I said that right. Wrote in and said, Edgar, or said, Hi, Adam. He <laughs> said, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar says, Hi, Adam. Congrats on all the success you've had with the podcast and wishing you even more success in the future. Thank you. I know WWE isn't your favorite subject, but how about this bloodline storyline? It really came to fruition on Friday. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, I love talking wrestling. If you ever see me on Twitter or you're on one of my streams or something, I'll talk wrestling with you till the cows come home. My only reason I don't like talking WWE as much is because I think Vince McMahon's a piece of shit, but I still love wrestling and I still watch WWE, even though I try not to. Uh, and I'll sit here right now and say it yeah this bloodline storyline is the best storyline in wwe since austin versus mcmahon i don't know if that's a hot take i'm sure some people will disagree with me uh i think it is one of the best angles they've ever done i think it's spectacular and uh, i can't wait to see how they wrap it all up i hope it's not for a while because i want roman to keep the title but it has been just the the Sami Zayn chair shot and then the super kick on friday two of my like two of the best wrestling moments we've seen in 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 decades. Uh, it's been phenomenal. It's been so fucking good. Sarah Flynn wrote in and said, "Mr. Blank, do you have a preferred brand of off-brand controllers? I've grown used to my Nintendo Pro controller and recently picked up an Xbox controller for my PC. I'm looking at maybe getting some more customizable controllers, but I don't know where to start. Any suggestions?" I don't have any suggestions for a customizable controller sarah but i'm just reaching for it to make sure i get the to make sure i get the numbers and shit right i bought an 8-bit do sn30 pro plus controller a couple years ago for my switch because i didn't like the d-pad on my switch pro controller and i'll just sit here and say it this legitimately might be my absolute favorite controller i've ever owned in my entire life this thing is I would make love to it if Shaylee would stop walking into the room. This thing is fucking incredible. If you've not seen it, everybody, look it up. 8 bit do SN30. Pro Plus. And it is, it literally looks exactly like a Super Nintendo controller and a PS4 controller had a child. It's a, it looks like a Super Nintendo controller, but with the dual analogs where you'd have them on a PS4 controller, the two kind of beefy dog bone handles that come down, and then the four shoulder buttons. And it is, I use it with my Switch primarily. I also use it with my PC in the rare instance I play on PC. And it, the battery lasts forever. The D pad is magnificent. All the buttons feel great. It is, far and away the best controller i've ever owned i think so i'm gonna easily the best third-party controller i've ever owned so i'm gonna shout out 8-bit do particularly the sn30 pro plus plus pro pro plus pro plus fucking awesome controller i love it uh, Spurgeocalypse said, good day, Adam. I hope all is nice and toasty warm up the way up there in the great city of Canada. It is not as cold and rainy. Uh, last week when you were talking about Ace Attorney on Game Patch, you mentioned that you're interested in legal stuff. I was wondering if you ever thought about studying or practicing law. I know you're killing it to remember the game at the moment, so probably wouldn't have time now, but I'd be interested to know your thoughts. If it was something you'd ever consider. Keep up the good work, mate. Uh, I, I, I don't think I would at this point, but yeah, there was a time, I have a joke in my act about how I wanted to be a lawyer growing up, uh, in my stand-up in case someone doesn't know I'm a comedian that that's it's a joke of mine but uh, I really did Uh, I've always the only reason I graduated high school was because I actually won like honors I got honors in legal studies and got a ton of credits in legal studies that was the only thing that saved me uh, because I didn't have enough credits to graduate but I went crazy on on legal studies in grade 12 and caught up Uh, and that was what I wanted to do and the only, frankly uh, I actually applied to get into studying law and i needed to upgrade uh, my english course marks whatever the it is fuck it is. it's been i graduated in 2001 it's been 22 years i don't remember how it works the terminology but uh i didn't have high enough grade in english and i looked at going back to school to upgrade it and then i just kind of got a job and never bothered and the rest is history but i really did want to be a lawyer at one point and i wonder if my english marks had been higher if i'd be a lawyer right now because i would have gotten into school maybe i that's what i wanted to do so i don't know if i'll ever go back now but I, yeah, law fascinates the shit out of me. I, lawyers are like rock stars to me. I think it's the coolest thing. Uh, and finally, we gotta move on. It's letter time. It's letter time. Project Barrett said, I've never played a Metroidvania. I know, I know. And I wanna correct that. I wanted to start with Hollow Knight, cause I hear it's the best. Would I be doing a disservice to the older games to start there? And if so, what game should I start with? Thanks. Uh, Hollow Knight is not, I get a lot of these like, yo, I just got Game Pass. Where should I start? I got a Switch where should I start? Maybe someday we'll do an episode of Expansion Pass and it'll just be, hey, where should I start? And I'll just take genres and consoles and be like, start here. Start here. Uh, Metroidvanias are near and dear to my heart. Top three genre for me. I love these games. Hollow Knight is one of the absolute best of all time. Hollow Knight is also very tough. So I don't know if I'd say you're doing a disservice to start there, but I could see it turning you off because it's a very difficult game i would probably honestly i would recommend starting with super metroid on the super nintendo or castlevania symphony of the night on the ps1 even though i don't like that game very much i think main reason i don't like symphony of the night is because i've played so many modern metroidvanias it was hard to go back to it but i think it'd be a great place to start i bet you it's where a lot of gamers started so i think one of those would be a great place to start the castlevania advanced collection is a good place to look i would recommend looking at the ori games uh there's two of them or in the blind forest and or in the uh fuck what's the other one called it's not will of the wisps is it whatever there's two ori games they're great guacamelee those are both fucking awesome obviously metroid is is one of the goats uh and, and hollow knight is a great game but i i would if you're asking me project barrett start with super metroid on the super nintendo it's nice and basic good game that'll give you a lay of the land and then work your way up from there good luck let me know how it goes okay we got to move on thanks everybody for all the submissions as always i'll answer more of those on the rambling idiot this week or next week uh in our segment called left blovers where i take some more blowing in the cartridge comments and answer them in left blovers all right but uh we got to move on let's change these up get into a smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries it is play one remake one erase one <laughs> And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. Uh, the rules are simple. I almost forgot what I'm supposed to say there. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is erased from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. This week we're bidding farewell to Metal Gear Solid on Remember the Game. So I threw three Metal Gears into the machine. We have Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 4. And 52% of people said they would play Metal Gear Solid 4, remake Metal Gear Solid 1, and erase Metal Gear Solid 2. That surprises me. Austin Vega wrote in and said, I know you did this one just to see everyone shit on Metal Gear Solid 2. I do hate that game. I thought people liked Metal Gear Solid 2. I was shocked that that many people erased it, truthfully. Uh, but let's see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Glocken 2 said, Play Metal Gear Solid 4 only because there's no, or there was no option that didn't have the game erase metal gear solid 2 along with it every game in the franchise that was released after it and remake metal gear solid because like a lot of games from that generation i don't feel like it holds up there have been some great remakes the last few years and metal gear solid on current hardware would be another you can remake it and have it play better while everything else just ties together nicely well you know i actually agree with you like i Listen, I don't give a fuck about Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake, but I know a whole lot of you do, and I'm stoked for you, All right, I got Resident Evil 4 Remake this year, and it was so much better than I ever could have imagined, and I hope all you Metal Gear Solid 3 fans experience that joy when your remake comes out. But I agree with you, Glocken. How is Metal Gear Solid 1 not the remake? That just seems insane to me. Like, that game is... That game needs the remake. And I would like to play that one. I agree with you. I'm shocked it's not Metal Gear Solid 1. Sven Vasquez. I fucking love that name. Sven Vasquez wrote in and said play Metal Gear Solid the game is fantastic and doesn't need anything even though there are already pseudo remakes like Twin Snakes for the GameCube remake Metal Gear Solid 2 I enjoyed it more than probably most of the people on here but it'd be interesting to see how a remake would play out and then erase Metal Gear Solid 4 Old Snake was interesting to play through but the game for me was largely forgettable also if it's erased it won't really affect the overall franchise's story because all of it is just bananas dude I feel like that about all the Metal Gear Solid ga- I have no Metal Gear Solid is up there with resident evil for me except i like resident evil where if you were to ask me what the overarching plot is i'd be like i have no fucking clue no fucking clue i have no idea the fuck is going on in metal gear so i get you sven uh sir sir tillemans sir tillemans wrote in and said, I recommend playing Metal Gear Solid 2 as Adam may have had difficulty understanding its story. Well, I didn't just understand the story. I fucking hate Raiden. Fuck, I hate that kid. By erasing it, I won't have the opportunity to explain the intricate lore of the game to him in a comprehensive three-hour lore talk. <sighs> i'd rather go to the dentist uh well i have a fondness no offense tillemans i just fucking hate metal gear solid 2 well i have a fondness for metal gear solid 4 it could be argued that it wasn't necessarily and overly explains the mysteries presented in metal gear solid 2 storyline considering the inferior graphics and the gameplay a remake of metal gear solid 1 would be greatly beneficial to breathe new life into the game that game needs the remake i agree with that even though that's not what i did and you'll find out in a minute chris coplin wrote in his or is that what i did No, I don't think that's what I did. Chris Copeland wrote in and said, play Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm fine with Raiden now. Remake Metal Gear Solid. The Twin Snakes did a decent enough job, but I think it could be made even better. Love a lot about it and would love to see it brought into the modern era. Erase Metal Gear Solid 4. These all have a lot of movies, but Metal Gear Solid 4 feels like a movie. It's just too goofy. That and I hated the button mashing scene at the end. Looks great though. Uh sound logic. And Dennis Phillips said play Metal Gear Solid 4 because it's a damn masterpiece with ridiculously stupid long cutscenes. Remake Metal Gear Solid 1 because that game of modern graphics and controls would be spank bank worthy. Remaking Metal Gear Solid 2 would be pretty sweet as well with the modern controls, but the rules say one's gotta go see a bitch ass Raiden. You fucking rights, bitch ass Raiden. Uh I'm actually agreeing with 16% of you this week. I think it was the third option on the poll. Uh as did Tristan McSquish who said, playing Metal Gear Solid, remake Metal Gear Solid 2, and erasing Metal Gear Solid 4. I've never played any of them, and I've always thought 4 looked really stupid. (laughs) I love that logic, Tristan. I love it. Uh, Mine's not too much deeper, but same order. I would play Metal Gear Solid 1 because it's the only one I like. Straight up. I would play it because I like it. Enough. I would remake Metal Gear Solid 2, and all I would do by remaking it is kill off Raiden. Or whatever the fuck his name was. I fuck I hate him. And then I would erase Metal Gear Solid 4 for two reasons. One, so people won't ask me for it. And two, because a 71 minute cutscene or whatever the fuck it is, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I will never, I will, you, I will burn this podcast to the ground and go back to Uline and work for free and beg them and thank them for the opportunity before I review Metal Gear Solid 4 on this show. 71 minute cutscene, the fuck out of my house fuck you thanks everybody for writing in as always i appreciate it it's time to talk metal gear solid 3 before we do that i gotta tell you what i've been playing before i do that we're gonna pause for a quick so i guess it's not quite time to talk metal gear solid 3 but we're almost there whatever i'm gonna pause for a quick word from a sponsor if you're hearing this you're probably a gamer and for our kind nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files have you ever experienced the loss of a save file it's soul crushing dozens maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that Alright, what have I been playing? This is going to take about 20 seconds. I've been playing a fucking ton of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. As I said, we'll get into that soon. And I've been playing Super Mario Brothers 3 Advance, which has been delightful. It is so fucking good. And we're going to be talking Metal, or Super Mario Brothers 3 on episode 255 in a couple weeks. So that should be a lot of fun. That's literally all I've been playing. And I'm stoked to get into Metroid Prime this week. But that's it. Let's talk Metal Gear Solid 3. I know that's why you're here. This was maybe the most listener comments we've ever had. So I'm going to bomb through a few of these and then we'll get to the discussions with Darth and Bradley. Quick heads up. We are spoiling shit this week. If you've never played the game, this is your warning. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. It's hard to talk about a game that's basically a fucking movie without talking about what happens in the movie. All right. So that is it. This is your warning. Three, two, one. Carlos Ortega wrote in and said, spoiler, spoiler. This is one of my favorite games of all time. That's not a spoiler. I still still remember waiting what felt like an eternity after I defeated the boss the first time I played. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Big Boss is one of my favorite tragic heroes in any media. That's the end of the game. See, I told you, we're fucking spoiling shit. Kaiser Dragon. Said opinions are like assholes. We all have one, and I'm certainly not one to shit in around or all over someone else's asshole. So I'm down and excited for whatever you have to say about my beloved Metal Gear Solid games. Metal Gear Solid is one of my top five gaming franchises. This one in the series is a top tier installment to me. The crazy Kojima characters and a lore behind them makes this great. Each boss is unique, and the survival aspect added to the jungle run- or run- added to the jungle runs are a chef's kiss. I'm one who highly rates a long cutscene, and this game has them for sure. Oh. Fuck me. Fuck me, does it? We'll get there. (laughs) Ha ha. I snorted. I've never, oh my God. I cannot wait to fuck. I can't wait. I've already recorded the chat part, but I can't wait to play it just to fucking light this fucking cutscenes up again. Izzy number eight said, don't worry, Adam, you're not the only one. They got it right with Metroid Solid 1, yet somehow decided that cutscenes and stealth cooldowns needed to be twice as long. The last straw for me was a seemingly endless final sequence of bosses, chases, more cutscenes, more stealth during a finale, really? And a last tease of a boss, all of which put me on edge for the entire epilogue, not quite believing the game was over, couldn't even enjoy finishing it. It's more eloquently than I would have put it, Izzy, but I don't disagree with you. Uh, Ted Explosion said, Adam Sky, it's finally here. When this game released, it was an instant favorite of mine and I can still and I still consider it on my goat ga- or one of my GOAT games. I was like you and hated Metal Gear Solid 2 due to the fact that you don't play a snake after the, after the intro. I absolutely loved almost everything about this one. The setting, the stealth and camouflage systems, the healing and nourishment systems, the boss fights were some of my favorites of all time too. I absolutely loved the sniper battle with the end and the final fight with the boss was just epic and beautiful there were some bizarre moments of course it is kojima wasn't a fan of the pain and the story gets a little crazy and convoluted i know you haven't been enjoying your playthrough so even as a huge fan of the game i can't wait to hear you rip it apart fucking get comfortable ted I don't think I'd rip it apart. And Charlie Guadino, I hope I said that right, Charlie, said, Adam, with you not totally enjoying playing Metal Gear Solid 3, I wonder if you would enjoy it more if it was just a movie. Kojima is a weird dude, but is masterful in world-building and storytelling. I feel like he should try his hand in movie direction. I think I say it in the episode, but if I don't, I'm just going to put it out there now. If this game was a novel, I think that's how I would like to enjoy it. I would read Metal Gear Solid 3. I would read all three, I would read the Metal Gear games as books. And I think they'd be great. I that's that's how I would like to enjoy these games. But alas, we have to watch slash play them instead. And it's time to talk about it, everybody. Like I said, this was a sponsored episode, so Darth Skywalker is gonna. Oh wait, I should cue up some music. So here's the music there it is i don't know if i've used the snake eater theme i gotta see if i can get away with not getting in trouble but dark skywalker sponsored this episode he's gonna come by and explain why he loves it so much and then bradley McHugh and i are gonna get into a heated conversation about metal gear solid 3 snake eater which originally released on the ps2 on november 17th 2004 enjoy the podcast everybody let's go All right, so joining me via the blank phone this week, as I mentioned off the top, this is one of our Stupid Sexy Sponsored episodes plowing through the backlog. It's finally time to talk Metal Gear Solid 3. And I'm going to sound off about this game in a little while, but joining me now is the fellow that sponsored this episode and finally made Metal Gear Solid 3 on Remember the Game happen, And that is longtime supporter Darth Skywalter. Darth, what's going on, buddy? How are you? How am I? I guess I'm sorry, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had someone start the show i don't think i have started the show by being like i'm sorry that's yeah <laughs> dude it's all i feel bad i feel like i've been like putting it on you for weeks and i've just been bitching about this game and you've just been sitting there and being like Fuck, i've ruined this man's life uh yeah. I, don't no, hold I, say, I don't i just want to say i
2: just want to say for everyone i really tried it was good
0: intentions but i don't think it worked guys so yeah <laughs> I don't hold you responsible for the faults of Metal Gear Solid 3. I And, like, dude, you're going to hear the full episode. I've already talked to Bradley. But, like, this is one of those games that, like, I I hate it. I hate almost everything about it. But unlike a Sonic Adventure 2 or an Echo the Dolphin or something, I see the greatness. This is, uh, I can respect something without having to like it. I think that's what I said to Bradley. And that's how I feel about this game. I want to turn it around to you, though. I assume if you spot, you either sponsored this episode because you knew I would get angry or because you actually like this game and wanted me to play it. I assume it's the latter. You like this game. Or it could be that I just wanted to finalize the mean, right? Of you <laughs>
2: always talking about, I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid 3. I, I heard that for a couple of years from you yeah. and never <laughs> happened. So I think, okay, let's end this. Let's send Force- and sponsor this episode. I don't even like this game, so no, that's
0: not true. <laughs> just, <forced laughs> my hand. just got it over with. Exactly. Um, so we were talking <laughs> off air though, and like I do know you love this game. So I'll so I'll ask you, uh but okay, before we get into Metal Gear Solid Three, I just wanna know, have you played all of them? And if you have, uh where does three sit in your rankings for Metal Gear? Uh- Yeah, I played all of them,
2: even the one that I consider known canon in the story. Let's say the ones that Kojima himself didn't wrote a story or produced or directed. And Metal Gear Solid 3, or Metal Gear, it is one of my favorite franchises in-game, or I love it. And 3 is the best one, by far. Metal Gear Solid 3 is, it was on my top five games before Mass Effect kicked out of my top five. But uh, it's still one of my favorite games of all time, and it's the
0: best one in the series uh, now, by far. Okay, and I wanted to ask you about that because, like, I've been doing a lot. Because, like, I've only played one, two, and three. Uh, I, I like one enough. Two, I've made my feelings abundantly clear about. Uh, three, I think three improves on two in every possible way. Still doesn't click with me, but I see the the steps ahead. Uh, four seems to be a mixed bag among everybody. A lot of people seem to like five. So you would put three ahead of five. Uh, I'm yes
2: it. yeah and actually i put four I had five i think oh, okay. five yeah i think five for the first ha- the first half of the game is amazing is really good but the second half of the game is horrible uh, it's clear a non-finished product because kojima was fighting with konami actually in the middle of the development of metal gear 5 yeah and i don't think they finished the game the second half of the game is just a repetition of all the missions that you already did, a little bit harder, and it's it's not a finished game. So I think four it's actually better than five.
0: Okay, That's so would you so so three is your favorite? Is four is number two? No, one is number two.
2: One is number actually, two. Yeah. yeah, Metal Gear Solid yeah. one is number two. I think actually. Portable Wops is going to be my number three. I think it's really good. Or the the original one, Metal Gear from NES. Okay. I think it's yeah. really good, also. Four, it's probably number four. Okay. Ironically.
0: Yeah. See, that's interesting to me. Like, I, so first of all, like Metal Gear Solid One, like even I like Metal Gear Solid One, and you and I are about the same age. Dude, that game, I don't know if you played it back when it came out or if you played it later, but Metal Gear Solid, I, I'd never seen anything like that. Like, that game blew yeah. my mind when I started playing it back in the day.
1: Um, yes
2: and i'm a big movie buff as well i loved movies and metal gear solid one was the first game that i played that was cinematic as it was and i think it was amazing and i actually also it kind of uh lines up with when i i was starting to understand english because (laughs) we talked about that i'm not a native speaker yeah so I was starting to understand the story of the game as well. It was around that that I actually could completely understand the game.
0: So it was uh, very, okay. uh, yeah. I get it. No, it, yeah. It was it was a revolutionary title, and then too, like I don't. My I've always said like my beef with two is the bait and switch and having to play as that fucking. <sighs> piece of shit right but anyways uh, and
2: then, yeah i have i have to say that i had a very similar experience with you as well i really liked one and then when i played you i said oh my god who is this guy Rating? Yeah, what the fuck but right actually
0: i replayed later it's a good game Duh. it is
2: actually a good game Fun- as
1: well. rated.
0: <laughs> and then and then this one like i say uh i may not like it but it's it's clearly the combination of those games and like it is Everyone calls it a masterpiece and the greatest, you know, one of the greatest games ever made and everything. And I'm like, I, I may, it's certainly never going to, it's not gonna It's not on my Christmas card list, but I, but I see the brilliance of it. So with all that said, let's get it to Metal Gear Solid 3. Why dude? there's like 3 trillion games you could have picked to sponsor for the show. Like why, why Metal Gear Solid 3? Was it just to get me to play it or, or is it because it's, you're so passionate about the game itself? One of the reasons
2: was because I heard you talk so much about this one that you're going to play. Yeah. and never played, and said okay. And it is a game that I love. Uh, I love this game a lot. So I said, yeah, of course, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna be the one that, that's gonna end this
0: charade. Yeah, because sure. <laughs> honestly, dude, so, if you hadn't done it, like there were a bunch of people that kept saying they were gonna spot, nobody did. I, 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 wasn't holding out for someone to spot. I just hadn't got it. I was honestly kind of. Dr- I was I was explaining it to Bradley. Like Metal Gear Solid Three is like a toothache, and I've been scared to go to the dentist to get it looked at. You know what I mean? And I was like, I know eventually I'm going to have to play this fucking game. And I'm glad you finally drove me to the dentist and made mm-hmm. me play this fucking game. Uh, I'm so happy to take you to the dentist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, it, it it made me fucking crazy, but uh, I assume it does it for you. So, like, where, where are, like, I'll shut up. I want to know what, like, uh, g- give me, give me Darth Skywalker's, you know, three minutes or less review of, like, what is it about this game that, that tickles your pickle so much? Why do you like it? Uh, it has everything that
2: you like in a game, right? It has a lot of cinematics, so a great story. Uh, it is complex, uh, not only about Metal Gear Solid 3, but if you talk about the series, there are some times that I, I look at it and I say, why are you doing this to me, Kojima? Why? Why do you overcomplicate things? But I still think it's a great story. It mix very well with um, real historical events, I think that was really, and I am a, a history buff as well. I know that you are not. So hey, it's I am not. I yeah, it's, exactly. It's a lot of things that make me like the game that I know that is going to make you not like the game. So Right. Uh, but I, I thought that the, the story was so rich and the, the way that he presented the story, it was something that I, I never saw it before. And that is very clear also in the opening sequence. It's heavily inspired in James Bond movies. Yes. Even the opening series is a James Bond opening. Yeah. And I Bra- love Bradley James said that Bond. as well. Yeah, it's yes. very James Bond. Yeah. Yes. And I love James Bond movies. I'm a huge James Bond fan. So it, it was a, a combination of everything that I like in this game. It was really crazy. It was like it was made for me. As yeah history, historical events mixed with the game, cinematic presentation in a James Bond movie, basically. So it sure. was was amazing.
0: Yeah, I like one of the things I will give it is I I uh I, I do like the story. I one of the things that confuses me a little bit about this and like I've played other Metal Gears. I know that like like Psycho Mantis, of course, one of the most iconic boss fights ever. I know that there's always the bosses with like the funky powers, but then the game itself is kind of set in realism, you know, and ties into real world events and everything. Um Is it just like I I, I one of the things about this game was like it almost felt like it was Like on the left hand, it was like, here's this like super realistic game with like tying into real world events and everything. And then the other hand, it's like, there's a guy that controls lightning and a guy that spits bees. Like, I know he doesn't spit bees, but like, and I, and I, I don't, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like, I find it fascinating the way that Kojima like ties these almost comic book villains into this real world game. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense?
2: yeah but that comes with the package right because i think all the the games in the series uh, one two three even four and five all of them it's like based on reality he makes for example one example that i always say about this game is when they are in the beginning of the game when they are saying about the cuban mi- missile crisis that we yeah. had there they are saying okay so we we took our uh atomic power from turkey that's what happened in the real life but they said no They were already old, we are gonna take them anyway. So, what we gave them was Sokolov. So, he mixed that, it's based on realism. But if it's a Kojima game or especially a Metal Gear game, you know that you're gonna have your funky bosses with strange powers that you have to to, to accept. That it it comes with the package,
0: so yeah, for sure. And I, so on that note, I'll ask you. (laughs) oh fuck the fuck the fucking end that fucking guy fuck fuck that fucking guy do you you have a right dan oh i did i tell that to brad that is the only i almost rage quit the game because i was stuck on the end and i kept dying and then i googled help and they were like just set the clock a week ahead and you beat him if i couldn't have done that dude the game my playthrough would have ended on the end because i couldn't beat that guy oh my god do you have a favorite (laughs) is the end your favorite. Yes, then's my That's favorite fighting. He game. is the cool he's the <laughs> coolest one. Like he's the psychomantis of this game. Yeah. Like he's the coolest one for sure. Yeah, and, um, and
2: one thing that I like about uh normally the Metal Gear or the Kojima games is that you can cheese almost every boss in the game. Actually, Dan yeah. you can choose two ways, right? You know that you can shoot him uh the first time that you see him just outside uh bunker.
0: Yeah, I I didn't yeah. do that. But I read that, that you can, like, you don't even have to fight. You can, that's, no. ins- like, I respect that by Kojima. That's a very, that's a cool little addition. You can kill a exactly. boss before the boss fight. That's wild. He
2: was just there sitting by the, by the sea, chilling in his chair. And you can kill him. with That's uh,
0: wild. With like, have you ever done it? <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah, I already did that. So it's, then what happens once...
0: when you get to the fight against him? Or is then it just nothing there? No, you fight an ocelot unit there oh okay all right okay yeah. that's so cool so outside of the end like where do you stand on the rest of the village do you have a favorite or is there anything else you like uh i don't like the fear the guy with the bees no.
2: uh I no no sorry the pain the pain i I don't like that fight very much especially because it's in water it's yeah. so annoying to be uh going to the water to get away from the bees uh, that fight I don't like that much the other ones I think i like Almost all of them. The end is my favorite one. I really like the the fear fight as well. It's one that you can cheese as well. The, um, uh, the that's like that that's like the spider guy, one. right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You can give like poison food for him, and then he's not gonna have any stamina, so he cannot become invisible. You can uh, kind of cheese oh, wow. that fight
0: as well. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Man, like I, Kojima drives me crazy with all his cutscenes and everything, but like. Fuck that guy. He thinks outside of the box. I will give him yes. that. My yeah, God. you
2: cannot say <laughs> that he doesn't have... And actually, one thing that you can do in this game as well, and I think you would have liked that, you know that first fight with Ocelot? Uh, outside when you're rescuing Sokolov, even before the Virtuous mission, not the snake-eater one, Yeah. Uh, that you, uh, you knock him out in the floor. If yeah. you kill him, uh, there is actually a trophy uh, in the remastered version. That is called like problem Solve Series ended because you need Ocelot in the next game. So if you kill him, you have a time paradox. So- I love it.
0: That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I so you um... could have
2: ended the game there for you. Just kill him. That's
0: it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm done. Oh, that'll be it. that's the review. It's like 20 minutes long, and that's it. Um, so the two things written down that I still wanted to get to you were uh. You you mentioned you're a history buff and everything. We're, we're spoiling everything, dude. Feel free to spoil anything you want. Where are you on the story of this game? And where are you on the? Because I'll be honest with you, like I, I was like okay on the story, and then I, I did not see the I I saw the ending coming in the sense of I didn't think I, I didn't I didn't buy that the boss was like a complete villain. I didn't buy that. I didn't mm-hmm. know why, but I didn't buy that. I did not see the Eva turning on you thing coming at all, or the Adam thing at the end, mm-hmm. like at all. But I loved it. So I assume you like the story of this game quite a bit
2: yeah i do and yeah. actually let me ask you something do you know who the uh who the because in the end uh, the boss says that she had a kid right she had a child yeah with the sorrow do you know who the kid is who the son of the boss is no i thought it was snake no it's also oh really yes there is a oh. secret uh call in the game the radio call in the game that you do with eva and even start telling about because snake asks her how can ocelot be the a major he's like 19 20 years old how can be he can be a major and be the the leader of the ocelot unit and then she starts saying oh it says that uh it seems that uh, her parents were especially her mother was a legendary soldier that he was born in the middle of a a, a fight and actually they stitched the, her mother up in the middle of the battlefield, and her scar oh. looks like a snake, and it's exactly the scar that you see in the end of the
0: game. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I did not know that. I dude, Ocelot drove me crazy the whole game because I got sick of watching him spin his fucking guns. But <laughs> uh, I love the way the whole storyline that like he respects Snake and they won't kill each other un- like underhandedly and stuff. I really yeah. like that a lot. You know, as much as I, I just wish, dude, they could have knocked ten minutes off the run time of this game if they just didn't show him spinning his fucking guns. Quite so often. but It's at least 25 minutes of
2: cinematics of him. Oh, my God. Spinning his guns,
0: yeah. Fuck me. Uh, And that was the other thing I wanted to ask you about, was like, uh, one of the things I've been quite vocal about while I played this game is there's too many cinemas, especially the first first two hours of this game, the cinematics get a little out of, in my opinion, there's just too many. But I'm curious, where are you? Like, is it, does it, it, because like, I don't think, the thing about it is like, I'm complaining, but these just, these games just aren't, like I, they're not for me. Like mm-hmm. I, so, like I'm complaining about something that clearly a lot of people like. You're you're a big Metal Gear fan. Where are you want all the cutscenes? Like, are, is it? Do you guys do you like them? Do you feel there's too um, many? I'm honestly just curious. Like, I think it depends. I think
2: if you have a lot of cinematics that tell a bad story, yeah, it annoys me, of course. But in the case of this game, most of them I liked. So I I like the story of the game. And one thing that you mentioned there, I think that the main theme of this game is that uh, good and bad are not absolute, right? So I I really love that thing, that sometimes you are just fighting someone because they are in the opposite side. It doesn't mean that it's good and bad. So I really like that. And actually the entire Metal Gear, it's kind of ironic, but the entire Metal Gear uh, saga, let's say, it's a game against war. Uh, so it, it's really nice. The theme and I the story, I really like the story. And when we have cinematics presenting a good story, I think it's okay. Sometimes I think he loses the hand a little bit. Yeah. I did. I don't think it happened here because the biggest cinematic that we have here, it's actually the last one, the debriefing one, which is 25 minutes. Yeah. It's long, but I still think it's okay. But to have one in Metal Gear Solid 4, and I think you heard a lot about oh, that. Fuck. That it's actually one hour and 10 minutes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's too much. That's, that's ridiculous. Too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck me. That's insane.
0: <laughs> that's I a, that's a movie,
2: basically. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. What I think what bothered me. I don't think a lot of the cutscenes were bad in the sense of the story they were telling. What bothered me is that like there were so many, and then there were certain segments, like the like when you first uh rescue Sokol- Sokolov in the like that rundown old building and he's in that like brick and then that's when you first mm-hmm. run into Ocelot and everything where like snake fights all and like, like I was like, why can't I play this? You know what I mean? Like that's like, and I get that they're trying to show that like, Oh, snakes a badass, but like, that's one of the things that bothers me sometimes when there's so many cutscenes, and I'm like, you could have made some of this cutscene playable. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, Cause like, I don't know. That's you're just- going
2: against, yeah, you're going because exactly if they let you play that, you would have died. Fifteen times there. No question, <laughs> I would have.
0: No question, dude. By the time I by the time I got through this game, I had a walkthrough and a video playthrough up on my two monitors, and I was constantly looking for help because I was so bad at this game. Exactly. My God, but then it would so not bad. be
2: a big boss in the end. It's going to be a big bum there. Yeah, you're right. I would have <laughs> rage quit.
0: I almost rage quit on the dude. I almost rage quit on the end, and then I almost rage. Okay, so this is the last thing I wanted to get to you, and then I, and then we need to we need to get this thing scored. Uh, I almost rage quit on the end. And then I almost, I, I, that, the fuck is with that ladder? The fuck? <laughs> you said, to, like, Bradley loves it. I hated it. Where are you on that? What is the point? What is the ladder? Uh, it, it's for you to listen to the song.
2: It's a great song.
0: I, I like it. It's a great it. song, but it's, <laughs> it's two minutes. And, like, everyone kept telling me to be careful of the ladder. So, like, I, I didn't even enjoy the song because I spent two minutes expecting something to kill me. The fuck's like two minutes. Yeah, but see,
2: it's a good surprise. Nothing killed you. And you enjoyed a good song. Come on.
0: Oh my gosh. I got to the top and I was like, the fuck just happened? Like, I was like, is that a loading screen or something? It was two minutes. Oh my Mm. God. Anyways, fucking weird game. Uh, Okay, we got to wrap this up soon. This is gonna be a long episode. Darth, I'm going to shut up for a minute. Is there anything we have not yet touched on in this game? the world is listening that you want to either praise or poop on or anything that, wh- anything else? Is there anything we haven't talked on yet?
2: Uh, no, I just think that if everyone is listening to this and never played metal gear, solid three, especially since it's the one that we're talking about, please listen to me and Bradley. Don't listen <laughs> to Adam. On this one.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll great, even game. I'll it's agree on that. I,
0: I think every. I think everyone should try it. I don't think it's for everybody. I was saying to Bradley, I feel like metal gear is one of those franchises. There's, there's no, yeah. Metal gear is okay. Fans, people either like metal gear or they hate metal gear. Like it's just, there's one or the other. And I, and I think more people like it than hate it. Um, and I think the people that hate it are just the people like me that it just doesn't, I don't get it. I respect it, but I just don't get it. It's just, it fucking makes me crazy.
2: it's Um, it's like we we talked before this episode it's almost like the fan base for kingdom hearts but i can promise you this one is much better than kingdom
0: hearts (laughs) dude bradley ended our wait we got into kingdom hearts a little bit but i'll wait i'll save it um well awesome dude i'm glad that you and i got a chance to talk and i'm i legitimately uh i want to get your score and i love your scoring scale and we're gonna get there in a second but i wanted to just say thank you uh, for your generosity and for your support of the show. And thank you for your patience. Cause I know it took me forever to get here and thank you for your patience for spending two weeks watching me rip one of your favorite games of all time, a new ass online and still coming on the show. I, I appreciate, cause I know I was pretty hard on this game. So I appreciate you. Uh, I just, thank you. Thank you for, for being a nice person and not hating me for hating this game. I didn't I expect anything less from you. <laughs> 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 you do. You do. Uh, Darth, we have a scoring scale here and you recommended it. I love it. Would you like to tell the, the hot dogs how we're scoring Metal Gear Solid 3? Sure. Uh
2: this game has 20 uh, 261 minutes of cutscenes, which is four hours and 21 minutes. So Fuck. out of 261 minutes of cutscenes, how many, how much, how many minutes do you
1: give it?
0: Yeah, I I'm, you, I'm saving mine because I I want I, people got to listen to the whole episode. I I will tell you, I gave it a score from a critical standpoint, and then I gave it a score from my personal view, and they are okay. very different, very different fucking scores. Uh, where are you, Dark Sky Walter? Out of two hundred and sixty-one minutes, how many minutes are you giving Metal Gear Solid Three? Uh, I would give two hundred and fifty-four minutes. Pretty good score. To Metal Gear Solid Three. Pretty good score. I respect that. I love that scale. When you sent me that scale, I was equal parts like, that's awesome, and almost infuriated that in a 15-hour game, there's almost five hours of fucking cutscenes. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Also, (laughs) why can't Snake run across a bridge? Fucking dude's like the biggest secret agent in the world, but God help him if he comes within three inches of the side of a bridge, he's going to fall every fucking... I that fucking bridge, uh, anyways. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm done. <laughs> oh my god. Um, bro, thank you so much again for for your generosity and support and uh for, for forcing for taking me to the dentist and getting me to play Metal Gear Solid 3. I, I appreciate it, man. It was great talking to you. Yeah, same. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> oh
1: boy okay uh it's time <laughs> it, it's time this game you know what the bro, podcast is gonna be good when it starts with oh boy oh
0: bro like my anyone that's ever seen a picture of me or anything like i get a lot of comments so like dude you're going great and like i am like i'm 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 75 <laughs> percent salt at this point 25 percent pepper and it was 60 percent before we started the metal gear solid 3 uh saga as we'll call it here, we'll call it this the saga here. At remember the game. Uh, joining me via the blank phone this week to talk Metal Gear Solid 3 is uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, is my friend Bradley McHugh. I think you were the guest for Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2. I know you were two, I think you were one. I was for right? both, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah so, damn right.
1: So you I remember because Metal Gear Solid 1 was like right in like March of 2020. So we were just like, we got nothing going on, let's play video games.
0: That's right. That was man, <laughs> Jesus. And I think, and like Metal Gear Solid 2 was like, Fucking years ago. It's been years since we've talked some Metal Gear Solid.
1: Yeah, We're it's been Metal it's Geo. been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. And there couldn't be a better one to talk about today than Metal oh. Gear Solid 3.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, my friend. I have uh I, I'll have set the table during the intro and during my chat with Darth and everything. But like this, I can I can y'all can take this to the bank and it will ca- most of the checks I write don't cash. This one will, <laughs> with the possible exception of the NES Metal Gear. This is the end of Metal Gear Solid on Remember the Game. This is it. Everyone's like, if you thought the cutscenes were bad in this one, wait for Metal Gear Solid 4. It is never, I will burn this show to the ground before you I will, play Metal Gear Solid you, 4. You will fucking hate
1: Metal Gear Solid 4, dude. You never will not enjoy happen. it at all.
0: <laughs> I, and, like, and that's what I want to get into, man. I've already set the table. People know I don't like this game. I know you do. And that's part of the reason I wanted you on the show is like, I think it's going to, I hope it's going to make for a decent, if anything, people are going to enjoy your half of this episode, but <laughs> I wanted to just say that, like, t- to kind of look at the Metal Gear franchise as a whole, you and I covered Metal Gear Solid 1 together, and I don't hate Metal Gear Solid 1. I think mm-hmm. the reason I, think, I... I think it's a great game. I do too. It's easily my favorite of the, tri- the trilogy here, and I think the reason for that is because I played it when it came out, and it was so new. Like, back then on the PS1, like, when I think of the PS1, I think of Final Fantasy VII, and I think of Metal Gear Solid. Like, those mm-hmm. are the first two games. Like, and it was just, it was almost like a cultural phenomenon, and I'd never played anything like it back then. And then, if anyone hasn't listened to that episode, Bradley was my guest for both that and Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 2, I was super, sto- I bought a PS2 to play Metal Gear Solid 2, and then I notoriously hate, I hate, that game i thought the the bait and switch where you hardly play a snake sucked i didn't like the control i i hate that game you don't hate metal gear solid 2 do you
1: i do not i think metal gear solid 2 is great i think of the original trilogy it's the weakest for sure um but i'll agree um, with that yeah but uh i i would like to put on record i too also explicitly bought a playstation 2 only to play metal gear solid 2 yeah, I wanted to play. Like, I wanted to play the next game in the series, so I bought a PS2 to play Metal Gear Solid Two, and uh, I-, I wasn't disappointed in that. And then eventually, when it came out, I would get Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah, and like, and I never played Metal Gear Solid Three because I, I, I was so
0: angry about Metal Gear Solid Two that I swore I would never play one of these games again. And then here we are. The, the remember the game turns five in two weeks. It has been it's been five years of this show. People have been like, "Play Metal Gear Solid." 3. This is the single most requested game in the history of this podcast. And so finally, it's happened. Darth pulled the trigger. I'm like, I have to play it. I played it. And I, what I've been stressing about with this episode is mm-hmm. that I I'm just gonna put my cards on the table. Like, I don't think Metal Gear Solid Two is a good game. Like, I don't like anything about that game. I don't I, like anything think, about yeah. Like I just don't like, I don't like Metal Gear Solid one trailblazer. I kind of like the story. I don't think the controls are too complicated. I like Metal Gear Solid one enough. Metal Gear Solid two. I'm like, I don't like the story. I don't like the control. I don't like anything about that fucking game. Like I hate that
1: video game. I would say Metal Gear Solid 2 certainly is ob- is objectively not as well put together as a game as 1 or 3, in my opinion. I still really like Metal Gear Solid 2, but only just because it acts kind of as a staple between 1 and 4, and I really like 1 and 4. Metal Gear Solid 2 just kind of needs to be there to set up 4 and to like feed off 1, I think. Okay. Um, well, like whereas Metal Gear Solid through, 3 then. does its own thing which i I really enjoy
0: playing metal gear solid 3 like we're gonna get into it because like i have said like i just at this point and you and i were just talking about this off air i don't think and i don't want to say there's literally no middles because every time i say something definitive someone has to write in and be like oh well actually i might so i'm not (laughs) gonna say definitively but like i think for the vast majority of gamers there is no fair weather "Ah, metal gear is okay fans i think you either like this franchise or you don't like this franchise and i, completely I agree.
1: think yeah
0: yeah and i think most i would i would err on the 70 ish percent of people like the franchise but there's a vocal minority that are like i and i've i've seen the messages i've received messages from people being like light this game up i hate this fucking game like and i think i'm just <laughs> in that camp where i'm like and, th- and that's what i want to say as we get into this i i I don't think Metal Gear Solid 2 is a good game. When I played Metal Gear Solid 3, I'm like, I I see the goodness. I see mm-hmm. why people like this game. I just, I, I, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. And you and I were talking about this off air too. It's the episode of Seinfeld where uh, everybody loves the movie The English Patient. Which, by the way, until about an hour ago, I did not realize that was an actual movie. I thought it was something made up for Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't but worry. It's really boring. It's a is it is not a good movie? So, no, it's 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 an objectively good movie. It's super boring.
0: Okay, okay, I because they make up a lot of stupid movies, right? Like Deathblow and everything for Seinfeld. I thought that's what <laughs> the English Patient was. Turns out it's a real movie. But if you've never seen this episode, everyone around New York is like praising this movie, and Elaine despises it. And then her boss Jay Peterman makes her go see it for a second time with him. And finally, he's like, "What, you, Elaine? You don't like the movie?" And she's like, "I hate it." He's like, oh, well, why didn't you say so? And then he's like, you're fired. And she's like, perfect. I'll see you outside. And just leaves. I feel like Elaine and Metal Gear Solid 3 is the English patient. I feel like I'm the one person that just doesn't get it.
1: As a Metal Gear Solid fan, I feel that like we get asked, uh, like people bring us a lot of um, like complaints they have about the Metal Gear Solid franchise where they're like, oh, well, you like Metal Gear Solid? We'll explain this. And I'm like, oh, no, that is bad, actually. But uh, I can't explain that. I, I, I understand there, that it's bad but i can't explain it
0: sure and i think there are people that acknowledge it's it's faults and and listen here's the other thing to keep in mind for myself bradley played this when it came out
1: right like you're mm-hmm. uh, you're an og metal gear solid three or a probably snake probably eater, a, couple OG years snake a-, eater. a couple years after like okay. probably like two years after
0: i played it for the first time in the last
1: 14 days um that's I don't a want lot of information to take in, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to say it hasn't <laughs> aged well, because I think if you love it and you grew up with it, it probably still plays pretty good. I, I, all right, I just, I just, fuck me. Okay, let's just get it. Let's just, let's just, I'm the, let's just do that. We're, and like, I've already said it. We're spoiling everything. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, there,
1: it's only, it's only a story. It's basically a movie. We have to spoil it or else it won't make sense.
0: And that's something we're gonna the, the fucking cutscenes. We're gonna fucking get into the fucking cutscenes. But I want to just start. I need a minute to collect my thoughts. So, Bradley, I haven't talked to you in a little while. I missed having you on the show, Bradley. What what is it about the Eater of Snakes that you like so much? Because you have been praising this game for some time now.
1: Oh, man. So here's the deal. I think that Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater is a fucking weird game. And I kind of applaud it for how weird it is. And that is why I like it so much. There is a bunch of stuff in this game that people say, I don't like this. And I get why you wouldn't like it. But, like, I don't mind it. And I think it's charming. And I have a really great example of this. Uh, There is a system in this game where you, if you get hurt in any way you have to go into a menu and you have to find a piece of cloth and be like wrap Mm -hmm. that cloth around your broken leg and now you're fixed all up and you have to like apply ointments and shit to your skin and stuff and that is just so out of left field so bizarre and weird for a ps2 game that there's Something about it I really like. I don't know if I love the frequency of it, but there is something about that system I find charming. And it's there's a bunch of stuff like that.
0: (laughs) That's fascinating to me because that's one of the things that drive me the most crazy about this fucking game is when you get hurt. Listen, I'm all for when you get hurt, you need to pause and go in and find the item you need to fix your condition right be it it like Mm -hmm. oh it's final fantasy i'm poisoned i need to go find an antidote and use that or even i'm playing tears of the kingdom right now admittedly i find the constant cooking of meals to somewhat get a little bit tedious but i understand the point of it and it's okay (laughs) and i don't mind it too much but in this fucking game it's like oh you you got shot so pause, go to your fucking healing menu, then open up all your healing items. Then you need to fucking do something to get the bullet out. Use something else to disinfect the cut. Use something to cover the cut. Use something to heal the cut. Then you will get your heal. What And like, I don't know about you, maybe it's because I played it on easy. And yeah, I played it on easy. Eat me. I don't care. Like I never ran out of healing supplies. It was like just instead of healing with one item, I need to heal with five.
1: And yeah, I there's why there, I agree. Yeah, the, the healing items is like there, you always have everything that you need. And oh. one thing that like would always piss me off when with the healing system is when you go, you'd be like in a boss fight, you get shot in the leg, you go in, you yank the bullet out, you put a cloth around it that heals it completely, and then you'd unpause it, and the second you unpause it, bam, you get shot in the other leg. Oh. back into the menu (laughs) at the
0: beginning of this game like one of the first parts where you fight lightning man on the you fight the shocker there on the bridge and then you fall (laughs) down into the water and then you're laying there dying and then you call the paramedic on your on your uh on your on your brain phone and then the paramedic Yeah, and the paramedic's like, okay, first you're gonna want to do this, then do this. Don't do this before you do this, or you'll do this. This could give you this, so don't do this, but do this, then do this, and then you should be good to go. And then you just lay there on the beach doing fucking first aid for ten minutes. And that when I when I first when I read about it in the instruction manual, I was like, wow, that's uh, I was like, that's I that's kind of neat. I guess that's kind of that's kind of clever. I guess Uh, sure. But then when I had to like put it in an execution, and keep in mind at this point. I have fucked up the forest a dozen times and watched like 45 minutes of cutscenes and I'm at my wit's end. Then I land <laughs> and then I have to go in and 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 like basically like do open heart surgery on myself as opposed to just using an antidote and a ration to get my healing back. I I have to say I I I guess in a way I understand. What what uh, fucking Kojima was trying to do, and he was trying to be clever with it and everything. I hate that fucking system. Like it's just such a nuisance. And like you said, you fucking heal up and then get hit again and have to fucking do it all over again. Fuck. It's it's fuck. it's
1: particularly bad in. I think it's is it the fear? The guy who like shoots the poison darts at you, mm. and like and is hiding in the trees. I like that boss fight actually, but he does poison you constantly in that boss constantly. fight. Fuck. Just All right. o- over and over again. Just making just making sure it's good and in there, you know? Well, that feels good. There's the first one. Because I have like a <laughs> list. And that was the first one was
0: the overcomplicated healing system. I'll ask you this while we're on the note of this. Uh, do you like the system where because you've got like your weapons on your on your uh left trigger and then or on your right trigger, I think, and then your healing. No, you have your weapons on your right trigger and then like your motion detector and shit on your left trigger but you can Mm -hmm. go into like your backpack and set a finite amount of things to like the spinning wheel on each side i found that to just Uh, be a nuisance because i was like why not just put everything on the spinning wheel
1: i agree metal gear solid 4 also does this and i find it annoying in both games in the first two games you just i just had all my shit on me and could open them up anytime that's that's way easier i do agree that's a bit of a downgrade like there's no,
0: I don't see any part of like a strategy to it because it's not like you can get hit or caught when you're in your pause menu.
1: I, like it just feels like maybe, yeah, it just feels and like maybe like, the game was too big for the PS2. So they're like, we got to off- offload some Ram here somehow. We got too maybe, much items.
0: Maybe. Cause like, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, like I'm reading again, I'm reading the, the manual. Of this game is like a fucking encyclopedia, but I'm reading I love that manual. you read
1: the manual before you played this game. By oh, the way. That is, that is fantastic.
0: I I have learned after five years of this podcast. Here's a little uh, life hack to all of you that are getting into retro games or playing retro games you never played before. Google the manual, like just I'm telling you, these games aren't like games today where there's a big tutorial off the top. They they <laughs> expect you to know what you're fucking doing. Like is read yeah. the manual. Um, but I'm reading the manual and it's talking about how I need to set things. And like to me, the only and, and I'm and I'm glad they didn't do this because it would have made me fucking livid. But like when you're in combat if the only items you could access were the ones you had set to the wheel prior to going into combat i could then i'd be like well that kind of makes sense i guess that makes it harder but i guess that makes sense but like you like you said like dude like you're fighting uh uh the shocker there whatever the fuck his name is Bolgan, Bolgan, like that
1: fuck me that fight fuck fuck me that fight Super long fight. Really super long fight. We'll get to We'll the talk box. about super long fights, yeah. Oh, so we
0: will. But, like, <laughs> if you, like, if you, you know what I mean? Like, if it was like, okay, well, if I pause it and then I change out three items and put three new items in, but, like, while I'm doing that, he can hit me, then I could understand the logic behind, like, you need to pick which items you want to take into battle before you kind of engage in combat. But you can just pause it anytime you want, go into the menu, change those, then use, I just find that to be very, I don't know. It just seems like an odd it's decision. A, it's a bit... T- you know? It's a
1: bit tedious. I, I would agree
0: with that. Yeah. And then the third thing you can do out of that menu is like the picking of the camouflage and stuff. And I will mm-hmm. say, I thought it was maybe a little bit overkill with the number of costumes you have, but I, I actually will say, I do like the, 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 the concept of that and the yeah, changing and like of Yeah, like each
1: individual wants having like a different percentage of stealth on them to make the game easier or more difficult. I think yeah. that's, I think that's a good touch.
0: I do too. I do like that. I guess I say there was, I only used three or four. Like there was like, I had a ton, but I didn't use most of them, but I, I did like the, the, the principle of, I do think it's kind of, and I'm not going to listen, I'm not, I'm not going to slam the game for this because every video game does this, but I do love the concept that like, oh, in the middle of a, a jungle where I need to be completely silent so nobody will fucking see me, I can change my clothes, wipe off my face, put on new face paint and nobody noticed and i didn't move at all but like i'm not gonna rag on it for that because every game comes with you can change your armor on the
1: fly and stuff like that so yeah i actually yeah.
0: did i did like that uh theory um what do you think of I no think- radar
1: uh, you know what? I, I love, I, I don't mind at all because you can use so many, you have like all of the different items that you can use are so yeah. useful in this game. And that is where I think this game excels above the first two games because you get so much crap in the first two games that just kind of like you're never going to use. Where in this game, like your infrared, like that is so useful in this game. Your sonar, it's so useful. Like all your different like accessory items are really, really useful in this game and you will use them a ton.
0: Yeah, I I'm torn on it because I think I'll be honest with you and, and people can make fun of me and say, get good and whatever you want. I don't care. As someone that like is just not good at these games, I wish easy had the radar on screen. And then if you went to
1: normal, then you could just use the items because
0: I could never turn my motion detector off
1: never i wonder if they'll they'll implement that in in the remake yeah i I hope in the in the remake they make your backpack infinite so you don't have to keep switching out your items
0: yes me too and just fucking dumb all that shit down i just (laughs) i was shocked when i started playing it you get to that first area with the jungle and i'm dude i it i got caught by those first three guards a hundred times like, and <laughs> and they didn't kill me every time, but I kept resetting because I wanted to like, I'm like, this has got to be like the tutorial level. I need to learn how to sneak past them. But without yeah. radar, and I didn't realize I had the motion detector at first, and then I figured that out. But like, without radar, I don't know about you, but like, I played this on a PS2. I played the OG version on a PS2. And like, when you're laying down in the grass, sometimes, I think it's when you're near the edge of it, the camera is panned out and you can see where they are. But then sometimes it goes into first person and I don't know if it's because
1: I was playing it on a PS2 on oh, a modern screen yes. or what
0: I couldn't see anything.
1: Yes. Like, okay. It, I remember having this problem when I played this a few months ago. Yes. I do remember this. And yes, it's super annoying when they can't figure out where to put the camera. Yeah. And like, I agree. Totally.
0: Like, Oh, and like, again, I understand the realism thing and they want to make it so like, you can only see what he can see, mm-hmm. but like, it's so much easier when that camera's panned out a little bit because I'm like I'm afraid to move because I'm and then and then don't even get me and I and I know this is a point of contention online. I've read so many message boards about this game and stuff. Uh, I I find the controls so frustrating, and I'm like trying to get him to like stand up and run, but he's crouching and then laying down, or I'm trying to get him to not lay down, but then he's laying down, and I can't get him to stand up, and I can't get him to turn the right way, and it's like the entire I I see the in, the ingenuity of it, but I just like I got I could not for the finally I just gave up and ran through there.
1: Like mm-hmm. I just fucking
0: ran because I could not get <laughs> yeah. past these fucking guys.
1: You just, you just somersault through them.
0: Yeah. Like I just, <laughs> I just, I, I like, I'm not good at stealth and that's, and that's where like, that's where this game, I think at the most part, that's the number one reason this game loses me is like after, after Metal Gear one, two, three, plus you and I did Splinter Cell a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I I think I've just come to the realization that like stealth just isn't, I just don't have the patience.
1: i was i was actually talking to someone about this just yesterday because we were talking about the 2018 marvel spider-man game and how like great that game is but it's got that sore mark where you have to do those stealth missions as mary jane and i realized that like a lot of modern games do that and i'm like oh i i think metal gear solid is the only time i like stealth other than that i think it's obnoxious and i don't want to do it
0: yeah, it's a it's not it's a unique flavor of ice cream, stealth. Mm-hmm. And like and I've had people come out and be like, "Well, you like the last of us and that stealth." And it's like, first of all, you don't need to like you're not trying to like fucking like disprove my case. Why like are I'm they just to
1: bamboozle you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm just telling you this is what I like and don't like. And second of all, I I don't you mind a lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <As> second of <laughs> all, like I don't mind the stealth in a game like uh, Even like in a Batman game or a Spider Man game where you're not the Mary Jane sections, those sections fucking suck. But like the sections where you're like swinging from like beam to beam on the roof and taking out enemies, I love that shit. The Last of Us where it's like I'm trying to sneak past the, 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 um, oh my God, the clickers. I was like, oh my God, don't, Mm -hmm. don't, I I always, I always suck that game's dick and now I can't remember the most iconic enemy. But the clickers, like I, I understand that you can sneak by the clickers, but I love the tension of it. And like if they see me, I can like i'm probably i like that in this game i feel like there's no particular punishment and again maybe it's because i played it uneasy. but it's like i try to sneak through but then if i get caught i just end up beating everybody up and then going anyway and then running away yeah yeah exactly and it's like like i would i would be the world's worst sniper because i would perch (laughs) up on that bush for like a minute and then i'd be like ah nuts to this i'm knocking on the door you know, like, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> skin, like, I'm not waiting here anymore. They'll come out. Like, fuck this. I, I just, it's a, I just, it's a unique thing. And I just don't, I, it's just not for, I just find it. There's points in this game where like, if you want to play the stealth route, you literally lay there for a good 45, 60 seconds while the guards are moving around till they're all in the right position.
1: Yeah, and it, I just, it is know, true. Yeah. You know, and I, and again, if you like that and see like everything you know, whatever, whatever. that you're saying, Everything that you're saying, I'm like, yes, these are all really good points to like against this game. And yet my brain is still like, yeah, it's one of the best games ever made. Idiot. What are you you doing?
0: Which is what most people think. And I want to say that, like, I don't think the stealth is a knock against the game. I do think that healing system and the backpack, I think those I I look at and I'm like, I don't understand why people like this. The stealth thing, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I guess if you're it, like some people don't like platformers, right? I love platformers. Everyone's got their own tape. I get that. But I just, I think part of my beef with the stealth, getting back to the camera and everything, was that, like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get fucking Snake to do what I wanted him to do. In yeah, addition you're not to quite the
1: sneaking the way that you think you should be able to.
0: Yeah. And then this, what, the sensitive button thing makes mm, me yeah. crazy. I, I guess a lot of people online said that you, have, you adjust. They're like, play a couple hours, It'll feel like it, I never adjusted to it, so maybe I'm just mm-hmm. not
1: good. Do you like that? Um, the last time I played this, I played it on the Xbox One, so I didn't I didn't really notice that it was like super sensitive. But okay. like, I I don't remember what it was like to play it on the PS2 now because it's been so long.
0: Yeah, like when you go to shoot somebody, like you have to like push the square button. I think it is, but just kind of down to aim oh, it. Oh yeah, then, yeah, and like I just. I, I, I respect the the ingenuity of it because I think it's a cool concept. But like, like the 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 like, do you have a PS5, Bradley? I do not. I wish okay. I did. I do not. The the fucking the they they have like these awesome triggers that like feed back into you, and like you can push the shoulder triggers halfway down, and then you really got to give them a little extra kick. And it's like it's like you put your finger on the trigger, and then that extra oomph is to pull the trigger. And there's a notable stop halfway through your push. And I like yeah. it. Not everybody likes it. I think it's fucking awesome. I feel like that's what they were going for with this, but I just, I ne- same as, like, the close combat thing, like, depending on how hard you push the button, you do different things. I just never, it never clicked for me. No pun intended. It's, it's ahead of its time. It. Yeah, it, it's, I guess maybe <laughs> it is. Because I had people yeah. telling me, like, play it on an actual PS2 and you'll get to experience this. I could not get my fucking head around it. Like, I was so because- fucking mad at it.
1: I'll be honest, you asked me if I had a PS5, and my brain immediately was like, I wish I, w- I did, because I do want to play the Snake Eater remake, because I think they're probably going to like really tighten it up for a modern audience like that, yeah. and make it really accessible and fun.
0: Yeah, people have been asking me, well, are you going to play the remake? And I'm telling you all right now, like, no, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Yeah,
1: you've, but you've just played this game. I, even if you do I'm, play the remake, I'd give it a couple years.
0: Oh, buddy, it. I'm fucking... Kojima and I are not on speaking
1: terms anymore, but I play <laughs> dude, it would, and I'm like, you would hate death stranding. Oh boy.
0: Oh yeah. No, never in a million years. No, no fucking way. <laughs> but like, I'm playing this and I'm like, it, it like, dude, like Resident Evil two remake is, is magnificent. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil three remake. I haven't played yet. I don't think Resident Evil three is very good personally. So I don't know. Whatever. Resident Evil four remake is a 10. It is, it is a masterpiece. I'm I'm a billion percent sure this remake will be awesome for people that love these games. Uh, but yeah. I'm interested to see some of the changes they make. Like, do they like the like to me now? Now we're at a position where the the sensitive button pushes would work so much better with modern controllers. Um, yeah, I just never. I, got I, I, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so I never. I just the controls as a whole. Like, I'll ask you, dude. Like, are you like? Can you sneak through this game, or are you like me? Where literally every fucking segment of enemies. I try, I get caught, then I just go kamikaze through them.
1: Everything I'm, I'm fairly every decent minute. I'm fairly decent at sneaking around in this game, like for the most part, but there are three sections of the game that no matter how many times I play through it, I end up just blasting through with guns. Number one is when you have to sneak into that uh hospital um and like go all the way down to the basement to get something or find oh no, you find that guy who monologues for twenty minutes about the Cold War. Yeah, um, the, the
0: the drunk guy.
1: Yeah, the the, yeah. the drunk American guy yeah 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 and then so I always just blast through that never do sneaking there and just end up killing every single scientist in the building until you know I can then trigger the cutscene because you're if you're in alert status you can't trigger a cutscene so like oh. you just have to sit there and hope they don't find you and then as soon as one walks in you're always like God damn it and then yeah to dude. just and then that dude and the fucking caution thing actually takes like 90 seconds or something
0: it yeah, takes it's pretty long forever. Oh, God. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. But, Fuck me. Um, so yeah, I always blast
1: weird. through that. Um, there's, like, this big room with, like, all these, like, fire escape stairs that's, like, kind of underneath Grodney, uh, like, between, like, where you start and Grodney Grad. There's, like, this big underground room with all these stairs. Always get caught there. And then um, there's, like, um, a section where you have to find, uh, like, the guy who looks like Ryden, you have to find that guy and shove him into a locker and take his mask or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that one also like I blast through that section every time. Can't, can't sneak through.
0: Dude. Yeah. Oh my God. I was, so I, I, I'm not even ashamed to admit how bad I am at this game. Like I have no, I have no pride whatsoever. I literally was playing it with a text walkthrough on one screen and a video playthrough on my other screen (laughs) <laughs> so that I can see like what do I do? Because I, I swear to god, I was in dude, that first segment where you sneak past the three or four guards and then you shoot the hornet's nest and then they run across the bridge. Which by the way, why the fuck can't Snake just run across a bridge? Like every yeah. time you go close to know. the edge, he falls. Fuck I'm like, you're supposed to be the world's greatest agent, but you He's are the most clumsy of shit. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> fuck that bridge. Fuck that fucking bridge. But uh I, I was there for so long. I finally got to pass there to where you first run into uh, Sokolov or whatever his name is in like the the like decapitate like the the old rundown brick building where he's just like yeah. the... you know and and then from there on I was like I need help or I'm never gonna beat this uh, because again with no radar I'm just I'm not good and I need that radar I'm so lost
1: um, I always. I always feel that, like, because the like the intro of this game doesn't happen to like two hours in, the game kind of does make you feel like you're working it at a really slow pace, and yeah, that it's it going to be is, a really long game.
0: It is a fucking slow pace. We're going to get there. It is a fucking. I'm going to fucking. I have been pretty respectful of this game so far, but when we get to the cutscenes, I'm going fucking. I'm going nuclear because it fucking makes me angry.
1: But <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I, I can't wait because some of it I'll agree with. I'm sure.
0: Oh, fuck me. But I had this walkthrough brought up. And, uh, that part you're talking about where you take down the, 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 the Raiden guy and you need to like take his clothes. And Eva is just like, uh, yeah, just sneak up on him and knock him out and take his clothes. And she's like, it's fucking easy, dumbass. Like anybody could do this. And then I watched the video of the guy and all like the video playthrough I'm watching the dude tranquilizes a, a normal guard. And then the Raiden guy comes out and he's like, what the heck? And he walks up to him and then the player just comes up behind him, knocks him out, drags him into the wind and takes his clothes. And I was like, okay, piece of cake. And it was, it was like watching that Simpsons where Homer's got the instructions on how to build the outside barbecue pit. And he's like, Oh, no problem. <laughs> and then I, and then I kept trying it. And I was like, why isn't mine going like that? And finally I was like, I don't give a fuck if you're a scientist, if you're a janitor, if you're like, I just got here a few minutes ago, what's going on? I don't know why you're in this building. I will hurt you. Cause like I don't give a fuck anymore. It and it and it almost added to my frustration to watch somebody very good and just like, do <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, and I can't yeah, fuck him, totally man. fuck me. Fuck that. And then
1: guy. and then for some reason, once you do get past that point and you get to the next cutscene, Vulgan just grabs your junk at one point. Did, yeah. did you notice this also? He just grabs your junk for no reason yeah twice and then he's like who are you and i was like what the yeah, fuck? like is this how you shake hands sir yeah
0: i was like if i was <laughs> circumcised none of this would have happened because I, <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. he's <laughs> looking for i don't fucking know but <laughs> oh, yes i did notice that like is that what they do here they just grab each other's balls like that's fucking that's <laughs> an odd greeting and they, especially because Sup- the dude's got electric hands
1: super bizarre dude yeah yeah oh, I, I would be very careful around my junk please yeah no shit
0: Okay, oh. so fuck me, we're over thirty minutes in already. I still want to talk about the story. I still want to talk about the cutscenes. I still want to talk about the bosses and then anything else uh, that all comes right, let's, up. So let, okay, let's, so let's jump let's, into the
1: story, but like,
0: let's,
1: let's do let's, all of it.
0: Yeah, let's let's sneak the break in here so that we can just get the ball rolling again. Then we'll get into the story because I want to unpack this fucking story. So Beauty. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and compose myself, and and we'll be right back after a word from possibly one of our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... It's a perfect time to introduce the sponsors right after we talked about the electric guy grabbing everyone's balls. That's fucking. Absolutely, the sponsors will be thrilled. Yeah, they'll love it. I'm glad none of them actually (laughs) listen to the show they sponsor. Uh, Okay, let's let's get into this story now. You, uh, where where are you on this? Where are you on the story?
1: Uh, Oh, it's so hard to say because, like, I think that the story might be the series' strongest. I think this might be the best story in any in any other game and I think the reason is because it's a contained story that kind of like takes Hideo Kojima's clear weird fantasies about the Cold War and just like like ties together true facts about the Cold War with the weird Metal Gear universe and like shoehorns in a bunch of Metal Gear characters to the events of the Cold War. And I love that shit. I think that is so unique. I think that is such an interesting way to present your story and to do it from the perspective of Big Boss as a young man proving himself. Absolutely perfect. That's exactly what I want from this game.
0: That's interesting because, first of all, if I'm not mistaken, the reason Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD Collection or whatever was taken down off of like the PSN and everything is cuz people were saying uh or or Konami was claiming that some of the the footage in it from the war and stuff was like licensed and they didn't have the license anymore or something.
1: Yeah, so, the, yeah, I think that is what it was. There was like photos that they used that they used to have the rights to use that now then they didn't have the right to use yeah, anymore. Cuz like there's a lot of like actual real
0: life like footage in this game that goes with the the made up stuff and things. Um for most of the but, game like, I was go ahead. I, I was just
1: going to say, but like for the most part, I think that like taking all of the history is, is so, and like jamming Metal Gear Solid into it is so unbelievably convoluted, but it's one of those games. You know what this reminds me of? You know what the ga- the story in this game reminds me of is it reminds me, have you ever seen the movie 2001, a space odyssey? No. Okay. Believe so it or not, I haven't like- seen any movies though. <laughs> I get yelled at. You, you, got, you got to watch that movie. That movie's incredible. But it's this really fucking bizarre movie, and the first time you watch it, you're like, what the hell was that? What did I just watch? Then the second time you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, I see what this is. And then the third time you watch it, you're like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Right. That's how I feel about Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, it was interesting it's- because, like, like, while I'm playing
0: it, admittedly, like, and I think part of the problem was I just, I I and we'll get to this later, but, like, I I don't enjoy the long cutscenes, Like I, I don't know if I have mm-hmm. like ADD or what, maybe, maybe if I had played this in an era before smartphones, it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. But like, I constantly found myself checking out and then not being hundred percent sure what was going on. When I so finished I, the game, I yeah. read the like breakdown, like on Wikipedia. And I was like, okay, that is, and like, and admittedly, I know nothing of history. Like I know nothing of the cold war. I'm not a history guy. Like mm-hmm. I know the name, the cold war. I thought it was about like, like cold. Like, I don't know. I don't know a lot about, I don't know a lot about. I won't
1: claim any prior knowledge.
0: Okay. But, but like, once I read the breakdown on Wikipedia, once I was done to be like, so what did I miss? I was like, that is kind of an interesting story. I honestly, I wish this was like, I would read this book and I think it'd be a fascinating, (laughs) like a great book. If this was just like a fictional novel, I think it'd be a really interesting book.
1: The, I agree. It would be like a bizarre espionage because this is clearly like very, very clearly borrowing from like 60s James Bond type of style, like even with sure. like the crazy intro.
0: For sure. There are parts of this story I really like. I love the idea that uh, it turns out that like they had this like this billions of dollars and, you know, these like world powers were trying to like keep it hidden. And then mm-hmm. the shocker there. Th- the one thing that bothered me was that the shocker inherited it. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I get the concept of it, but like, it would have been, to me, I I, I think it would have been a better story if he was like, I know of it and I want it for myself. You know what I mean? Instead of being <laughs> like, it's, I inherited it, but whatever. Um, He's like, I already and, have it and
1: who cares now?
0: Right. I, like, I like up until the very end when they explained what's going on with the boss or and everything like that. I was kind of like the money doesn't seem necessary. I like the idea that they're just trying to build this fucking rocket thingy that like can destroy the world and you need to stop mm-hmm. it. Okay, like, I, I liked that. And then at the very end, when you find out that like, and again we, we're spoiling everything. When you find out that like, oh, Eva was actually like a, I think she was working for China. Yeah. Yeah, Chinese and Republic. she, yeah, and she like stole the like information for the money, and that's why she was there. And then like the boss had to sacrifice herself, which I didn't, I didn't like that to be honest with you. But I, 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 it all kind of made sense at the end. I do. The thing that bothers me about metal gear is I, I like some of the cool bosses like, Oh, this guy controls hornets. And like this guy Mm -hmm. controls electricity, but I feel like they're even going back to metal gear solid one with, with, um, psycho mantis, which is still the coolest boss fight ever.
1: Uh, I agree. That's a that's a very good Metal Gear Solid b- boss fight. It's
0: so, it's so awesome. I was telling Shaylee about it last night. She's like,
1: "That's incredible." I was like, "She's like, how would you ever figure that out?" I was like, "Eventually, they tell you because they're yeah. like, no one. They're all.
0: We're, they're a bunch of dumb kids."
1: But so somebody calls you on the radio and is like, "Snake, for the love of God, just put it in the second yeah. controller, the idiot." Controller
0: into port two. Uh, <laughs> which she she's like, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I find that like I I I this is just me. I don't know how much I like the meshing of these weird super powered villains with this apparently very realistic tied to the real world story. Like they feel. Yeah,
1: I'll I'll agree with
0: that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it does feel a little like comic
1: booky sometimes when the game is clearly not going for a comic bookie type vibe. Yeah.
0: Like 80% of this game is trying to be as realistic as possible. But then here's a guy that controls lightning and his friend that controls a swarm of hornets. You yeah, know some like, of them I, feel
1: more like Spider-Man villains than Metal Gear Solid yeah. villains, and that's all. And, and
0: I and I like both of those things independently. Combined, I just thought they were a little off. The thing I think that bothered me about this story more, other than the, again the cutscenes, which we'll get to, was I don't know if this bothers you, but like Snake is fucking out against the entire world. He's 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 fucking laying in the bush. They're like, you cannot get caught. If you get caught, we can't save you. You're royally fucked. They're gonna cut your eyes out and 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 shocker is going to shake your balls and, and all these horrible things are going to happen but then every time i call for a save or anything she's like hey have you ever seen godzilla it's a good movie there's a, and i'm like shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up and save my game i'm laying in the bush d- there's a snake crawling up my pants i'm about to die i don't die. Really have
1: time for this right now
0: right for you Ugh. shut up but I'm just
1: being nitpicking now.
0: But when it's all said and done, I do I do actually like the story. And I did not see I, the twist coming at the end with Eva.
1: I'm I I'm not. thrilled to hear you didn't hear the twist co- coming at the end. I like cuz that that I think is the best part of the game cuz I remember feeling that moment of finding out about the triple agent and just like feeling so filled with like shock and surprise and glee at the, the way that the game like suddenly turned left on me. Yeah. Um, you know what I think is, is just, like, the reason the story of this game works so well is that I think the characters are are awesome in this game. I think they're really, really solid.
0: Yeah, uh, the, yeah, I, but yeah, the, the only, okay, so, yeah, let's, all right, so let's kind of get into some of those. It's like, the, the only characters I don't particularly like, I hate Ocelot.
1: Mm-hmm. If I, You don't like I Ocelot? Ever... He's like, he's like the best character in here, what are you talking oh, about? No.
0: If I ever have Aww. to I like his no listen listen I like his character I like that he has like that respect the thing with Snake but if I have to watch that little turd spin a gun for 3 more <laughs> seconds I will need a gun like it fucking makes me insane like it was I swear to god 15 minutes of this game is just this kid spinning guns on his fingers ooh, fucking ooh, totally
1: here's crazy a fun- Here's a fun question from like for like all the Metal Gear Solid fans. At the end when you um when right after boss is dead and you're in that plane and yeah. Ocelot hits the gun, did he did 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 you win or did he win? Oh, I I won. I didn't know there was an option. There is an option. Yeah, it's sometimes he wins. But it's always a blank, so it doesn't oh, matter. Okay. But okay. yeah, but sometimes he wins. No, I like I liked his character.
0: I liked the way that like it just, I just felt like again, maybe more than any character in the game, I felt like his scenes went on fucking forever, and I was like, stop spinning the guns, like just say something while you're spinning them. Fuck more so me.
1: than Volgen goes on so many monologues in this game. Yeah, but I like Volgin. I like. Yeah, him. that is true. I think he's a badass villain. I think he's a really solid villain.
0: I think he's an awesome villain, and I, and again, just to quickly wrap it up, I do like the way Ocelot. As the game goes on, you see that mutual respect and the way neither one will kill the other one without it being fair and the mm-hmm. way that like kind of helps you fight uh Vulgan Shocker there. Like when you're I fuck, I hate that boss fight, but like I I <laughs> I like I like parts of him. I just I it was just the spinning guns fucking drove me up the wall. Uh I,
1: I yeah. liked I liked like the boss fight that was right after Vulgan where he's like in the tank. I love that one. I, I actually, that was the one boss
0: fight in the game that didn't give me very much trouble. So yeah, I actually it's, it's liked that easy. one too. Yeah, I yeah, think that's no, why I liked for- it because I was I could beat that one. But yeah, okay, like so- when you're in the you're in the sidecar and he was driving the motorcycle and you're just shooting everything and you have infinite ammo and it finally just, I finally, I like I finally know how to do this. Like this finally, I don't need to sneak around. I don't have to worry about ammo. I'm just hitting the button. This makes sense. I get this.
1: I think that's why I, also, I, like that I I also want to ask you about one other thing because, like, because it's probably my favorite moment in this entire game. But it's you either love it or hate it. What do you think about long ladder,
0: oh, buddy? I was gonna fucking okay. As <laughs> I, I, I want to get back to some of these characters, but I I had that down in my notes. Everyone was telling me don't quit playing until you get to the ladder part. They're like, if you're gonna rage quit. Don't quit before the ladder. And I'm thinking to myself like, Oh fuck me. What is this? Like I'm climbing up like a tower and I'm going to have to fight people while I'm climbing up it or something. And then I finally get to this point where snake starts climbing this ladder and I'm, and I'm like, this must be it. Like, this must be the part everyone's been warning me about. I spent two minutes with my ass just squeezed together, waiting for something to come out and kill me. And then I was going to have to fucking (laughs) do it all over again you just climb this ladder for two minutes and listen to that song <laughs> and then that's it it's the stairs from the shinra building in final fantasy seven but way more boring okay sorry everybody we had some uh technical i swear to god i didn't like rage quit the you know like i, I almost <laughs> rage quit the podcast we we're talking about that fucking ladder why do you why like you said you like you set the mood you turn the light why like what am i missing there's is there like a subliminal message in that scene or
1: something that I don't get. No, I think it's just like, kind of like this, like very beautiful moment. You know, I, I think, think it's that a fucking it's cool of, job. That's yeah. what I fucking think. I anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fuck. Fuck that ladder. Real Fuck.
0: <laughs> Real quick.
1: Are you, are you seeing, um, are you getting, uh, sorry, I hate to do this, but are you getting, uh, levels for me? Uh, yeah, you're fine. Okay, cool. Sorry. I yeah. didn't mean to disrupt just, no, I wasn't getting okay. levels. I just want to make sure that it is recording me. Um, no, yeah, no, you're fine. It's spiking. We're good. I think that just the, the latter is just like this unbelievably beautiful moment where, like, you kind of get, like, you as a player get a moment alone with this protagonist and a moment alone with this protagonist's thoughts. And I think, like, as you go up there, like, Everything that's happened in the game is just flowing through your brain and then the invicative music comes in and now all of a sudden you're really thinking about everything that's happened in the game and everything that's going to happen. I think it is such a wonderful moment. I'm sure it's a loading screen, if I'm being honest. I'm sure that's Has what it's be. there for. Has but be. I, because, because like, I think that's the ladder that goes directly into Grozny grad, right? Which is a huge part of the game. Yeah. And so like yeah. it, that must be why it's there. Like it has to load like that.
0: I like the only reason I'm not madder about it is because the way everybody was hyping it up. I seriously thought it was like some kind of part where like somebody was gonna shoot at me while I'm climbing up a tower and I need to die over and over like it was a really hard part or something. I swear yeah. to god, dude, I couldn't enjoy it. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it anyways, but I, I I spent two minutes anticipating a death. Like two <laughs> minutes waiting for something to kill me. And it was just nothing. It's it fucking what a weird, amazing. fucking weird. Kojima's
1: fucking weird, man.
0: He's yeah. fucking oh, yeah, weird. He's a weird
1: Absolutely. Guy. This is this is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It's and puts- I would say this yeah. is by far the weirdest Metal Gear Solid game. Even with Metal Gear Solid 4 being absolutely bananas, this one just feels a lot weirder to me because like the characters, like we said, are so comic booky. Um yeah, and like we talked uh, about Ocelot, who I love. I think Ocelot rules. That's a great character. Uh Volgan. What about the boss? The what do you think about the boss? Okay. What do you think about so that that's, character?
0: That's the other character I didn't particularly like. And the reason for that was, and I and I'm just being yeah. honest, like I I never see any kind of plot twist coming or anything. The entire time I, I just didn't buy that she was a bad guy. Like the entire time, like from that first time, you kind of knew,
1: you kind of knew like the boss related twist. Yeah.
0: I I, I didn't know it. I just figured something was like, she's going to save me or fucking sacrifice herself or something. Something was a miss for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if it meant for me to feel that way, but I just, I never, I, I love the concept of her and that she's like snake's mentor and that they have this weird relationship and that, you know, it's like one of your missions is to kill her and snake in his head is like, I don't think I can kill her like she's a badass i I think that's cool but i just never i don't know what it was all the other characters i bought into their like evilness i just never really got i could never get into her as, as i just i don't know what about you i she just never clicked for me i didn't get it
1: so for me, I thought that the boss was a very interesting character. I do agree that it was clear that like her relationship with Naked Snake was gonna like kind of like suck a wrench into her being a super bad guy. Yeah. But I really like kind of the idea and like almost to the point where like maybe they should make another prequel. Cause I like the idea of playing as Naked Snake and having to like fight through your like former allies, like the Cobra unit where his former allies, like having to fight through all these people that, while the game doesn't really show it, probably know him pretty well. And so like, I think I would have liked more of that, but I loved, I specifically loved the end. And And I know this is so wickedly unpopular opinion, but I particularly think the end is super interesting and i really like the sorrow as well the pain oh, the fear oh, and specifically I, the fury I,
0: I thought you meant the end of the game where you fight oh, no, boss. <laughs> you mean no, the and, character I'm like, and i'm the like end. i didn't think that boss fight was very good but okay but no you meant the, you meant the character the end yes,
1: <laughs> yes i get it okay i got yeah
0: let's let's talk about that old fart fucking sure he okay easily the coolest i'll give that the coolest of the like he's the he's the psycho mantis of this game. Like totally he's don't. the one everybody remembers, no question. Uh if you don't if you've never played it, this dude's like a hundred some year old sniper. They're like he's the father of sniping, he's like the best sniper ever, blah 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 blah. He's got a pet parrot which I love cuz I love animals. That's all well and good. Cool. Dude, that fight I I told you off off air, I could not beat that man. And I was it's getting pretty- so <laughs> angry. And then it's a I went on that boss fight. It is a fucking insane boss fight, and I, I want to know how you beat him because I'll tell you all right now how I beat him. Straight up, I was ready to rage quit. I was ready to be like, I'm done. I was on that guy for days, and that fight can go for hours. And then totally. I finally lose, and then I have to do it all over again. And I was like, so, this isn't happening. This is it. Then I found I a probably... cheat. Let, I just, <laughs> I found a. Let me just, I got, I had, I, 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 I'm so happy this exists. <laughs> apparently if you so like i guess some people so like the internal game like one of the ways you could heal in this game is just not play and then the the clock within your ps2 tells the game how much time has passed and you will heal which i think is uh, clever albeit a little bit gimmicky but i think it's clever that's kind of neat this fucking guy if you wait a week with the game's clock you will beat him because he'll die of old age and people were like if you can't beat him Save right at the beginning of the boss fight, go into your PlayStation 2, set the clock a week ahead, come back, he's dead. That was what that was the only I was never getting past him without that. Uh So I'd be pissed though if I went away on like holidays for a week, came back and then found out that's what happened.
1: Although I guess you Yeah, just like reset if you you were like clock. excited to fight the boss, you're like, "I'm back, I'm going to get him this time. I got it." Then you turn it yeah. on and it's like you you don't even have to.
0: Yeah, although I guess you could then you could just take your clock and set it backward. I
1: suppose. But anyway. Yeah, I uh, I suppose if you're really adamant about fighting the boss. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I think he's an awesome character, but I had no fucking chance. Where are you on this guy?
1: So I have played through this game probably like a good 10 or 11 times. And every time I've ever fought this boss fight, it's been like pretty different from every other time. It's really weird. So the first time I ever fought it, I was a kid. I was frustrated, couldn't figure it out. So I saved and turned off my PS2, came back a week later. Bam, yeah. it was done. Didn't have to do nothing. So I just moved on, never thought about it. Next time I played through, I figured out that you have to like shoot his parrot because his parrot will tell him your location. So if you get too close to him, then his parrot will tell him. And so if you shoot the parrot, then he's a lot easier to sneak up on. Uh, as well, then, uh eventually, like, three, four, five, six playthroughs later, I realized that if you use, like, your infrared item, you can track his footprints and just follow and find him. And so, like, I've I've had times where this boss fight has taken me four minutes. I've had times where this boss fight has taken me three hours. It's not consistent. It's wild. And that's kind of why I like it. And, like... Fuck it, if you don't want to do it, don't do it, you know?
0: Yeah, knowing that as long as like dude, that that cheese, and I rarely cheese games like that, but I had no mm. I was never beating this. That cheese saved this game for me because otherwise I was <laughs> done. But I that said, because the cheese is in there, I'm good with this fight. I think this fight is very uh he's such a cool character and mm-hmm. the the endless different strategies you could take on to beat him. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty inventive fight. It's just, man, is there anything more frustrating than spending like an hour on a fight than dying and having to go all the way back and stuff like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck him. Uh, but and and like, apparently, apparently you can kill him like at the warehouse or something and not even have to fight him.
1: I didn't do oh, that. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've read that. I've never done it before, but yeah, there's like a place you can sit where you can snipe him while he's in his wheelchair while he's sleeping. And then you, you just don't do the fight. He's just that's dead. crazy. Like that's fucking
0: I've never crazy. done it, but but I've heard that, of it. The last thing I had to say on the end, you know what bugs me is when Snake is talking to, I don't remember who, if it's Eva or somebody, but someone's like telling him all about the end, like as the fight is starting. And they're like, Mm -hmm. he's like the greatest sniper ever. And they're like, he almost has like powers where he can blend into the ground and everything. And Snake's like, so he's like, he's got superpowers. And I'm like, you've (laughs) already fought a dude that controls lightning and a dude that throws bees at you. Are you really? (laughs) And I can't remember if you'd already fought the fear at that point or not. I think you did.
1: I think think the fear is before, yeah. I'm pretty sure.
0: So I'm like... Are you really shocked at this point that this dude can mend it to the ground? Like you fought some pretty crazy, like that just for a second, I was like, why is he surprised by this? It's like, <laughs> this dude controls lightning and this dude controls bees. This dude is a half spider, but this old man has a costume that changes colors. And that's the one that yeah. you're impressed by a weirdo, but yo, he's yeah. cool. He's a, he's a cool boss.
1: Um, but between between the end and Volgen and the Shagahod fight, I think those are like the really, really solid fights. Uh, there's a couple of fights in this game that I think suck and I don't think I-, I think they suck terribly. I think the pain, the one where you're like in that hole and you have to stand on the little islands, that one sucks. I do not think that one is fun yeah. at all. Me neither. And then I, I hate there's it. another one. There's another one that I hate where you're like fighting the astronaut and you're in that like insanely dark room. That's so yes. dark and hard to get around. I, I, I thought he, it.
0: I honestly thought like, I guess the comic book fan in me thought that like, I thought he was maybe like when I first came across him, I'm like, this guy's awesome. This dude like has flamethrowers and a space pack and he's like Mysterio with fire and, but then yeah, you can't see anything. And maybe it's intentional, but that fight mm-hmm. annoyed me. And then I honestly, yeah, I I just the um I don't I
1: don't quite understand
0: the sorrow. Like
1: I don't yeah, quite so, get what that was other than So like he banged the sorrow the sorrow like was like the boss's love interest who she yeah. had to kill for country or something. Um but that boss fight is the worst part of the entire game where you have to walk through the river. In my opinion, yeah. that's the worst part of the whole game. Super yeah, boring, I, and sometimes... And you can die in there! You can die in the river, and it's so long, and if you die, you start again.
0: But I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, but I've already felt that way about the cutscenes, about some of the other boss fights, about some of the stealth parts, and about the ladder. So by then, I was so numb to it that I'm like, yeah, of course, it's a fucking, <laughs> why the fuck not? Yeah. And why see, not waste my fucking time, but...
1: I feel like we've been dancing around this a little bit, but like, I love the cutscenes. They're super long, extremely dry, and I love them. I love the, the fucking self-serving monologues that these individuals go on that Hideo Kojima just clearly wrote to show how smart he is. I love it, dude. I think it is so uniquely Kojima, and I think that the story rocks. It's truthfully the thing about the game I hate the most. It's it's <laughs> I, like I like a
0: cutscene. Okay. Like I play The Last the last of Us, one of my absolute favorite video games ever. Tons of cutscenes. Okay. I like a good cutscene. I like a good story. This game, though, these cutscenes, and I understand people are like, oh, you never played a Kojima game before? I have. But I just, I, somebody sent me a, a, a thing in our Discord and it said that, like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm going to try to find it now. Something like, 30% of this game here it is metal gear solid no this isn't it uh just, sorry just a second there it is metal gear solid 3 total play time 16 hours 11 minutes Cutscenes: 4 hours 58 minutes 31% of the game is a cutscene scene out of 16 hour 11 minute run i that's too much i don't know if i just don't have the attention for it i can't and like and what bothers me maybe the most about the cutscenes? there's two parts number one there's times, like the the part where you first encounter Ocelot in the in the old brick building, where I'm like, couldn't some of this have been combat? Like, why am I, like, why are we not, like, they're not even talking. This is just fighting. Do you know what that I mean? Is a like a general
1: why- complaint of, I have about Metal Gear Solid when there's a fight in a cutscene, and I'm like, oh, I could be doing this.
0: Right. So that's that's one thing that bothers me. The other thing is, dude, the first fucking two hours of this game... It's mostly cutscenes, like it's. I it's yep. And I'm like, uh, like I'll be honest with you. If I had played this back when it first came out, I would not have made it past the the bridge where you get thrown off and have to heal yourself, and then you hear the whole music part, and you wake up in the hospital, and they tell you this. I would have stopped because I would have been like, I this is too much. And I understand it's different tastes. That's fine. Some people like a ton of ketchup on their fries. Some don't like any. Uh, I understand that, but like, it's just, it's, it's too, it's too much. I'm like, if you want to make a movie, make a movie.
1: I, and that's, and that is clearly what he wanted.
0: Right. And I, yeah, like it's, uh, and everyone kept telling me, dude, once you get past the, 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 the first couple hours and then you hear the actual like song. And then I guess for, you know, the game kind of starts after that title screen and everything. uh, They're like, then the cutscenes pull back and they, and they do. There are still a lot. Some of them I don't mind too much. I think most of the cutscenes with Eva are fairly good. I do think that she's picked the wrong time to try to hit on Snake. Uh, we're both about to die. Let's let's deal with this later. But that's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I, I actually really like I like that relationship too. I think that like the dynamic between the two feels like really real, even though like technically it's not. But like it feels yeah. really authentic.
0: Me too. Uh, I think the scene where uh, Shocker is is torturing Snake in the where he's chained up to the roof and he's got the the uh, the the bag bag on his head. Bag over his head. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the coolest part of the game. It almost got intense. Like when they're like he's like cut out his eyes, prove that you're not working with him anymore. I think some of the cutscenes are fucking really well done. It's just some of them are dude. That first two hours is ridiculous, and that's where like that was the only. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too much, but. Some of the scenes, like it does, tell a great story. Like I love the chemistry between Snake and Eva. Um, I like the scenes where you're dealing with Vulgar. Uh, I'm gonna keep calling him Shocker now because I just love that. I love the end where you're in the plane and then they go to the Alaskan cabin and then they they fucking hook up and then she leaves and then Snake goes and gets his medal and finds out the truth about Boss and everything like that. I I just I just I feel like these cutscenes. There really is almost five hours of cutscenes in this game. I feel like it could have been three. And if if that had been the case, I probably would have be been okay with it.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I think I think I see where you're coming from. I do definitely think a lot of the cutscenes could be trimmed down a bit. Um, you know what is a relationship between characters I love is I love the plot line of Eva like undercover as Volgan's like girlfriend. I like yeah. I love as uh, Natalia and then like she's supposedly Sokolov's wife, and then Sokolov's like, I don't know who this woman is at all. <laughs>
0: yeah and then ocelot sniffs out the gasoline on her and that's how he yeah. figures out that she's the she's the traitor the whole time
1: uh, i kind of i like the like
0: great th- character actually she's awesome i
1: i kind of like the trio of like snake ocelot and Eva like i think there's like a good there's like uh good chemistry between all three
0: yeah and then oh and then like the whole game i was disappointed that adam didn't show up because I was like, oh, there's a character named Adam. And then Adam doesn't show up. And Adam's not around. And Adam's gone. And then at the end, we find out who Adam was. And I'm like, Adam's been here the whole time. <laughs> he's he's been great. with you the
1: whole time.
0: <laughs> he's was, he was right here, Elliot. Right in there. No, I. Uh, if you never played it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. you. You can look it up. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... I don't know, dude. I, and like, listen, people keep messaging me and being like, that's Kojima. That's what Kojima does. And I'm like, that's why I don't like these. That's one of the reasons I don't like these games. And like, as we kind of start to bring this together, I don't think I've been too hard on this game. I don't think I've been an asshole. I don't think I've just shit on a game everybody loves. I just, it's a combination of like, I don't particularly like the controls. I don't really like stealth games. And I just think there's too much jibba jabba. Too much cutscene <laughs> a- for my taste. I know this. I do, I much do much agree Kojima that does.
1: like, it, it there's like this thing that in Metal Gear Solid games, and it's really bad in this game, where you go to like four different people and they all explain roughly the same thing to you, but like in yeah. v- vaguely different words with a little bit added.
0: I just like I, I I have to be honest, I don't think this is what he's doing, but stuff like the dragdale cutscenes, that fucking ladder, like I I if I didn't know this is what Kojima's kind of trademark was. I'd swear he just did it. So the game wasn't six hours long. Yeah. He's like, just and I don't think that's what he did. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I don't think that's what he did. I think, and listen, like I, I don't consider myself nearly as talented as somebody like a Hideo Kojima, but I'm a comedian and I consider myself an artist and, and, and I consider video games art and I consider game developers artists. And this is the way that Kojima wants to present his art. And I, I res- I don't have to like it to respect it.
1: Um, Ooh, I like that. I like that. Like,
0: I can look at this game and see, I'm like, if you like this kind of stuff, this game's probably a masterpiece. I get why so many people do consider it a masterpiece. I'm just putting my cards on the table. Like I fucking hate it. And I never want to <laughs> play it again. And I never want to play a Metal Gear Solid game again. I'm done. I've given it three tries and I'm one for three. I do think it improves on Metal Gear Solid 2 in literally every way.
1: Like every uh, yes, I agree way. it's it is. It is a much better game than Metal Gear Solid Two, hundred percent. That being said, I also think Metal Gear Solid Two is a cold stone banger or a stone cold banger. Fucking goddamn game!
0: I'll never forgive. <laughs> I will never forgive Metal Gear Solid Two. Never. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's before your beef we on Raiden? This, fuck him. Before we <laughs> score this thing and I and I and I move on from this chapter of my life, you love this game more than me. I've pooped on everything I want to mm-hmm. poop on. Is there anything we missed? Is there any other things you want to praise? <laughs>
1: Uh can we just say can can we just say that um I know that you probably didn't like the length of it, but can we just say that it's one of the best endings in video game history? Can we agree on that? I did I did like the ending. And and I it's, and it like
0: the ending baited and switched to me because I thought the ending was just gonna be that like, oh, you fight the boss and then the boss and you make up and then she's like, kill me, and then you run away with Eva. And I was like, That's okay, that's the ending. Fucking whatever. But then for Eva, yeah, but then for Eva to fuck you over and then for you to find the only thing I don't like about the ending is I don't like the concept that everybody, including boss knew that she had to die I'm like, cause she not just have like ran off and changed her identity and lived in secret somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I have a little bit of a hard time believing that somebody is like, I know I need to die and it's totally okay. And I understand that maybe some people that are loyal to their country, that's how they I guess. You know, like I just, and I'm not even saying it's a bad thing per se, but that was the only part of the ending that I was semi lost on. But I for the most part, I agree.
1: It was a very good ending.
0: I did not see the twist coming at all.
1: Did you cry at the ending?
0: No, but I don't cry at
1: anything. I'm an old man. Oh, I, I bawled like a baby, but I cried really? at everything. So what? Oh, oh yeah. I yeah was, no. Dude, I was, I was broken last time I played this game.
0: I get asked that a lot. People are like, yo, what games have made you cry? I don't think a video game has ever made me cry. I I'm trying to think like, I think the only thing that would make me cry in a video game would be, Oh, there's a part in the last of us part two that gets it pretty. Get it gets me close. And then I can't think of a game where like a loyal animal dies, but mm. if, if I ever play a game where like a loyal dog that follows you the whole time dies, I'll be done. But no, I didn't. But I think, I think part of it was because I hated the, I hated the game so much that by the end I was like, you should all die. Every single one of you <laughs> could fucking die. I think that's what it was. But
1: I, like, I, I, I don't I do want to see that. any of these characters again ever. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but I, I I did think it was a good ending. I will give you that. I thought it was a good ending. I agree. Uh, oh, such
1: such a such a banger! I absolutely adore this game. Yeah.
0: Difference is, you're like I fucking love this whole game, and then it ended with a cherry on top. Whereas I felt like the entire game was Andy Dufresne in the pipe. And then the very end, I was out of the pipe and I'm like, there we go. That was so there's we're coming in two different directions. But at the end, we're both on a beach with red uh, fixing up a boat. So that's what yeah. mattered. spoilers, I guess, for Shawshank. Uh, is there anyone that hasn't <laughs> seen that movie? Anyway, Even I've seen Shawshank anyways. Um, all right. We got to score this thing. Now I let my guests uh, pick the scale, uh, but when someone you know sponsors the episode, I like them to pick it. And Dark Skywalter said there are 261 minutes of cutscenes, so he wants to score it out of 261. That stat infuriates me more than I could ever possibly say. But that's what we're scoring it out of. Bradley, out of 261 minutes of cutscenes, how many minutes of cutscenes are you giving Metal Gear Solid Three Snake
1: Eater? Okay, so look, before I give this my rating, I, I feel that I need to defend myself a little bit. Do I acknowledge that there are things about this game that don't work really well? Totally, absolutely. Do I find them charming and part of the experience? 100%. I'm giving this 250 out of 261 minutes of cutscenes. It's
0: a good score. It's a good score?
1: I, it's a good game.
0: I have no idea what to do. I... <laughs> Help me. From a critical perspective, if I'm just sitting back looking at it, like I said, it's not, this is not a bad, I don't like it, but it's not a bad game. Mm -hmm. So from a critical perspective, I'm probably going to give it around the 240, 245 marks. Like I'm like, this is a well-made, well-polished, very ingenious ingenious video game. From a
1: personal, from a personal point.
0: I tried to play oh oh sorry, go
1: ahead. Sorry, no, no, I'll let you no, I all wanna,
0: no, by by all means. I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> I was that.
1: uh I tried to play Fortnite recently for the first time ever because hey. like everybody's super into Fortnite and I tried it and I was like, I acknowledge how great this is. It's not for me though. It's yeah, not exactly. made for me. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So again, critically, probably in around the two four it's like a nine out of ten. It's a good game. I get it. I get why it gets nines out of tens, tens out of tens. Mm. I get it. From a personal fucking perspective. If I wasn't so worried about the internet quitting on us again, I would drag this out for 10 minutes. Like one of its fucking cutscenes. Um, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. Send your hate mail. I don't care. I give it like 100 out of 261. I hate it. I hate it. I give it like a 3 out of 10. I don't give a fuck. I don't fuck it. It's Metal Gear Solid 3 out of 10. I hate this fucking game. I never want to fucking play it again. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate Snake. I hate Metal Gear Solid. I hate Hideo Kojima. I'm never playing one of these games ever fucking again. And for all you fucking people that keep banning me and pounding me and pounding me to review Kingdom Hearts, this is why you're not getting a Kingdom Hearts review. Because I'm not going to have to deal with shit. For this episode for the next two years. And I'm not doing it again with Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts and Metal Gear Solid 3. And Gran Turismo. are franchises I'm never going to fucking play again. And they're locked in lockers. And buried under the sea. And I'm never touching them. I'm done. I hate it. I hate it. Like Elaine with the English patients. I hate this fucking game. And you're all a little bit more soured in my eyes. Than you were an hour ago. For pushing this game on me for as long as you have.
1: Kingdom Hearts sucks.
0: Thank you! Fuck yeah! I actually never played it. But I I, it I don't I don't care about Disney. I don't want to play it. And people keep telling me to. I'm not going to. I'm done. <laughs> this is the official end of the Metal Gear era of Remember the Game. This episode is 253. We will fucking be 550 episodes strong before another Metal Gear post-NES finds its way onto the show. I might play the NES one someday. But that's I it. I can't. Whatever.
1: I can't. I can't wait for the Master Collection to come out so I can play Metal Gear Solid Three again.
0: Enjoy it, and you know what? For all of you <laughs> that getting your remake, I and I mean this for I mean this legitimately and sincerely. Uh, I hope you all love your remake. I this if Final Fantasy VII remake was dope, Resident Evil Two remake was incredible, Resident Evil Four remake was awesome. Uh, I'm all for a good remake. The Crash Bandicoot remakes were pretty good. I like remakes. I, I'm all for it. And I understand how important this game is to so many of you. So I sincerely hope that when that remake comes out, it delivers and it's everyone's game of the year and everybody fucking loves it, but I'm just putting it out there right now. It, I don't give a fuck how much money I'm offered. I am not playing it. I'm done. I just want to walk move. away. I just want to walk away. I just, just yeah, I think enjoy this. Just enjoy. Leave me alone.
1: This is the absolute perfect time to walk away from Metal Gear Solid because if you didn't like this one, you won't like any of the other ones. No, sure.
0: everyone keeps being like, wait till you get to 4. And I'm like, I'll go back to line and work for free before I fucking play Metal Gear Solid 4. God damn it.
1: 4 is like 75% cutscene, dude. It's someone crazy. Said it,
0: someone said it has the record for the longest cutscene ever of like an hour or something.
1: It's yeah, I think That's, it's like 72 minutes, the ending. That is
0: the stupidest thing. I, anyways, fuck you. It's a movie. Man it's That's just awesome, a movie <laughs> Bradley if people want to uh come by and thank you for sticking up for metal gear or whatever where can they find you on the internet
1: you can find me on instagram at the gaming odyssey that is the best place to find me you can also see what i'm playing what i'm messing around with on there i like it what are you playing Uh right now uh right now i've been playing og animal crossing which is Ooh. super fun and uh i on the side of that because you can only play that for 40 minutes a day and then there's nothing to do Um, then I'm playing uh Earthbound Beginnings on Switch, which I'm loving. I do I'm really surprised how good this game is. Really? I didn't yeah, loving. I reviewed that one a few months ago. I didn't I I love Earthbound and I
0: love Mother Three. I love the I love what Earthbound Beginnings was trying to do, but I just found it to be Mm -hmm. too much of a grind for my tastes.
1: But a lot of grinding. I've been grinding a ton. Yeah, it's
0: a grind. But if you want to just grind, then it's fucking grind away. So that's
1: absolutely perfect, <laughs>
0: uh, buddy. Thanks for doing this. And uh, I listen. I, and I like you're you're a fucking grown man. I, I think you're a mature individual. <laughs> but I know the internet. There's a lot of people in the interwebs that get very angry when someone doesn't like something they love. I know I'm going to hear about this. Uh, I hope I didn't offend you with any of my criticisms of your beloved oh, no. long ladder climbing snake
1: eater. I'm telling you, all your criticisms are valid. I just choose to ignore them. And all your praises are great,
0: but I choose not to acknowledge them. There's where we are. That's how it's done. You know what that's called, internet? That's called agreeing to disagree. And it should (laughs) fucking teach it in school. And a bunch of you need to fucking learn it. Fuck. Bradley, thanks for doing this, buddy.
1: Hey, no problem, man. Anytime.
0: That's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Darth, thank you so much for your generosity and patience for sponsoring this episode and for finally forcing me to play Metal Gear Solid 3. Bradley, thank you so much for giving me a call and balancing out my negative yang with your positive ying. And to all of you listening, assuming you made it this far and didn't rage quit the episode, thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate it. If you didn't like this episode, fucking relax. Don't yell at me because I don't like a game you like. Fuck off. Like I don't care. Like I'm just going to mock you. I'm telling you right now, I'm just going to mock and I'm not going to do it publicly. Like if you want to write in and disagree with me, I have no problem with that. But it's just like when people write in like you're an idiot, go fuck yourself, this dumbass blah blah blah, we just sit around and laugh at you. Well, we have sex in this house. That's what we fucking do. But if you have if you have honestly like polite, respectful criticism, bring it. I'd love to hear from you Metal Gear fans. And I'd also like to hear from you vocal minority that don't like this game, but have been too scared to speak up. I'm running polls on Twitter and Instagram right now, asking if people like Metal Gear Solid 3, and I'll tell you what the results are right now as I'm sitting here. Do Do you like Metal Gear Solid 3? As of right now, 61% said yes, 39% said no on Twitter, and on Instagram... Oh, 53% said yes. 47% said no. So you're not in the numbers as big as you think you are. just people are fucking scared to say something to you Metal Gear fans. But anyway, seriously, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did... Uh, Maybe leave us a nice review. I'm not sure what they accomplished, but I know I'm supposed to ask for them. Check out our archives. There's 252 other episodes where we talk about all kinds of games, including Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2, although I'm pretty fucking hard on Metal Gear Solid 2. And uh, if you want more of these, patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Subscriptions start at 2 bucks a month. New episodes every week, all ad-free, hundreds of bonus podcasts, tons more. It's maybe the greatest bargain in the history of the universe. And uh, I'm also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash rememberthegame whenever I feel like it. So you should come by and say Hi. And I have a P.O. Box. You can find that at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. And I'm in Ottawa in a week. uh, June 30th. One night only. Telling jokes at the Laugh Lounge. Tickets are available now at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. Sure would be nice if you came by and had some beers with me. Because I'm going to stay there and get crunk. With all the hot dogs. Should be a good time. All right. I'm going to thank some patrons and get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow for all of our patrons where we talk about the greatest launch titles of all time. Game patch goes live on Friday where we'll talk about all the news and gaming, including the Nintendo Direct that's about to happen. And we'll be back a week from right fucking now with Remember the Game 264, I think. And that is actually going to be about F Zero for the Super Nintendo, assuming that we get it recorded between now and then, which is the plan. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Talk to y'all in the next one. Cheers. So long. Goodbye. Remember, the game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week with all your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level, and as such, I am contractually obligated to thank them. So a huge, huge thank you to... We're going go to do a reverse order from newest to oldest this week. Let's see how this goes. I always fuck these ones up. Sarah Flynn, Ryan Whitcomb, Big Daddy Randall, I.C. Wiener, Mr. Snurub, Scissor Fist, Elephant Cavs, Preston Dylan Tourette, Cody Thompson, Robert and Dick Whittles, Liquor Like Luigi, Fill Up My Mouth with Farts, Cesar, Plow King, Buy Me Bone Storm, Matt Zeus, Bula, Glue Scappin, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Blobby, Blobby Rogers, Devilish Saint, Brian Richmond, Sabin, Robbie Air, Jake Callahan, Adam Blank still hasn't reviewed Mario Galaxy, Wildcard Shoeboxers, Atrio Wormwood, Raging Irish, That One Kid Josh, Mark Sneed, E Man Trucker, Dill Pickle Rick, Fallen Snow Kiku, Tyler ba- Bauer, It's OG, The Fiend Ryan Colton, Bran- Brandon Helmheckle, Hired Goons, Who? Money, Mellow Yellow 8787, Robbie DLC, Benjamin Atkins, Faded Sufferance, Alex Ramos, Sour Goat Face, Max Sained and Frosty Bear, Brian Brian, Brian Weber. This is so much harder than the normal order I'm used to reading these in. Lord Longrod Von Huge and the II. Digital Dave. Because 19. Shorzy can't destroy her. Kevin Monroe. Doctor Nightmare 23. The Big Deal. nafe Adam Martinet. Nick Creature. Westgen Postman. Darth Skywalter. Solomon Soto. Mr. Papa Giorgio. ichi nutsuru Lucas Valadez. It's the Bigfoot. Alex R. Ryan Perry. Ted Explosion. Tom Tom Hulahan. Neil Cooper. Alexander Camps, Dakota Guy, Heeman Demon, Works for Me, AB Killing, Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, Kia Pop, Brandon Dezeba, Bobby Litton, Oh My God It Froze, Chris Lovin, Big the Cat, Zamatos, Christopher Britt, Cam Nelly 23, Quiet Place Queen, Burt Macklin, Trevor McKee, Bulma Simp, Arctic Fission, Hitchy Poo, Michael Barjudinam, Beef Dingleberry, Timothy Sabrinsky, John M. Watkins, On My Foot, Graham Kennedy, Musty Beetle, Maverick Marty, Christian Gabriel, Brian Neese, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Isaiah Squeaknut, Sleeper Hit, Colin Bollinger, The Fletchman, Nerdy hybrid, Donnie the dude, Walter, Sam Carpenter, Drugs Man okay, Matt Hamilton, John of the Adult Children Podcast, James Wolf Francesco. There's the voice crack. Current member of the game, Hall of Famer Mark McHugh, Max Lagroom, Dead Boys on the Roof, General Fury, Cody Richardson, Nich- Nicole Aldena Oroku Saki's Gardner, Chris Williams, Joe Stone, Jimothy, Kayach, Esteban Navarro, High Plains Drifter, Hegel Waffle, Antonio Echeverria, Storm Beagle, Scary Terry, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon, bro? A Dude Named Adam, Decoy Man, Fuzzy 99, Dan Fusselman. Gabe, Stud Still Smash, Sean Ramos, Evolva, Leroy Westrich, Nicola, Thomas Smith, Spin. Beaver Boy, Laces Out Dan, Biddy, Thomas Child, Jake Carter, Nick Amos, Eric James, Ruben Elizal, Joe the Sandman, Phil Lencher, Jacob Adams, Mizuru, Steve Dalp, Jameer Williams, DBXJ, Nova Crane, Ray San Juan Tonga, Jean Ray Pram, Stephen Parnell, Elijah Burns, Chugger 22, Triple, Frosty Feet 492, Chris Dicken, Ballstack Teabagger, Zach Shepard, Holmes, Denzalo, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Poop Q, Just a Fish, Randy Barrage, John Woodruff, Tunable Power, Daniel, Captain N, Jeff Bergeron, Zonko 504. Titan 420, Squints, Joel LeBlanc, Johnny from Virginia, Wolf Magic 21 Doogie, Andy Hudson, Wolfgang, Darren, Mercury869, G9PSX, Mike Maloney, Ryan Kinchen, Zane Donovan, Morgan, A-Town, Nathan Tremblay, Aaron Lawson, Scott Brooks, No One Cares, Dave Thompson, Angry Ticks, Fraser Burns, Jordan, Andrew Wright, Chris Fleury, Doug Dornslick, Rick, Dan of DNA Gaming, Dave McGee, James Clark, The Keeks, Andre Sharonic Joe Make Makeshift, Motherfucking Magic, Mallow, Money. Hey. What'd you think, Molly? That was pretty good, eh? God, I love that dog. I love you guys, too. Thanks for the support. Talk to you on the next one. Fuck that ladder and fuck the end. Cheers.